When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Yeah, what's up, buddies? What's going on, Dickie Davis? Live from the East Coast. I'm Cavino, Rich Davis on the West Side. Together, we're the Voltron of Radio that formed Cavino and Rich. Spot is here. Bobo, Danny G, Steve DeSager, and thank you guys for hanging again live from New Jersey. Because I'm visiting family, but you yeah. know what, Rich? I went to the Yankees game. I know, today. dude. I, I can't some... wait to hear oh. about the walk-off. Oh. You you got to witness Judge go yard and extras. So, I made what I call a yeah. lot of obvious observations, but they're sports observations. I'm not going to be here talking about the Yankees, boring everybody else that hates them, right? But I made yeah. some observations that I wanted to share with you guys, plus some other randomness with the worldwide leaders of nonsense. We are Cavino and Rich. The phones are open. It's Fox Sports Sunday, 877-99 on Fox. Again, thank you guys for being here at Covino and Rich on social media. Let's go. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I was in the pool today with my kids. I'm watching the Mets lose today, so that was that was a game that was on Peacock. Do you ever realize that like random games that you watch are now popping up on different networks? You're like, right, where am I watching this? Peacock? Hey, Apple TV? How come, where? how come when I complain about it? Right? You're like, hey, deal with it. But when you make the observation, you're like, yeah, this is weak, right? Yes. 
Yeah, because when I complain, it matters to me. Yes. <laughs> yes, right. yes, exactly. I feel bad because a lot of our local networks that carried our teams for all these years lost the deals to Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Peacock, and it's like a crapshoot on where to find the games nowadays. I got to tell you, for the older folks, it's got to be frustration. You know, oh, of course, I can only imagine if you're if you're like Raymond if old man winters trying to watch, uh, you know, Friday night baseball and his team's on Apple TV. What do you mean? Apple apples and oranges. What's going on here? Yeah, he's probably yeah. frustrated as can be. There's no question. No question. So you're on the East Coast. I got to ask you a few things. Have you had Italian food yet? I have. I have. Oh. <laughs> yes. Did you have gabagool? <laughs> I haven't had any gambagool, but Did I you have, have had Italian. Did you have I've had Italian? Mozzarella. I've had Italian. I've had my dad's grilling, right? But there's some local haunts, some local spots that I got to hit before I leave. You know, I got to get the Entenmann's. I got to get the the pizza in town. Johnny Napkins, my dad swears by. Sounds like a total goomba sort of place. Yeah, Johnny Napkins. So I got to go there, and I got to get a Taylor ham sandwich. Maybe some disco fries before I go, which is a, a Jersey staple. So Again, Jersey. I'm from yeah, I'm from Union, New Jersey, visiting family. My uncle had a big retirement party this weekend, so I had to be there, but I couldn't miss the show today. But since I'm here, my brother really was pushing me, dude. And sometimes you need that nudge. You do. You need that nudge sometimes to go to the game. So yeah, I did go to the Yankees game today. By the way, Johnny Napkins sounds like the guy that gets killed. In the first season of The Sopranos, like the like the unimportant gang member, yeah, Johnny Napkins, you know he's like greasy because he dabs his pizza. Here's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Here's Napkins. The oh. Here's the thing that everybody could relate to. You know, when you visit your hometown, you haven't been there in a minute. There's all these new places that you might not know about, right? So Johnny Napkins wasn't around when I lived in this town. But when I come back, my friends and family are raving about it. I'm like, all right, well, now I guess I got to try it. You know, I don't know anything about it. So that's the fun part about being home, just eating some of the old stuff that you haven't had in a minute and, you know, seeing family, obviously. Well, the Yanks and Astros, which many believe could be a preview of the American League Championship Series. In fact, I, I you know, that's probably the odds-on favorite pick in Las Vegas, two teams that might be destined to meet up unless someone in the Central does something or else another team out of the AL East gets hot come October. But Yankees and Astros are two really good teams. So I'm with your brother. I'm glad he pushed you to go. He did. But you got to realize, again, we were at a family party the night before. So everybody was boozing and schmoozing to the wee hours of the night. Everybody hung over. So when I woke up today, I'm like, yeah, we're not really going, are we? My brother's like, yo, we got to go, yo. And then my cousins were in, so there was no bailing. But I'm glad I went. Like you said, Rich, this is the ALCS. This is a preview of what we're going to see. And I'm here to tell you and uh, the casual baseball fans that are listening to Fox Sports Radio, the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, it's done. You know, it just it's just done for now. I know that people still like to hype that and networks like to hype that and there's history but that's really all there is. There's history. Yeah. The rivalry just isn't there. The rivalry now is the Yankees and the Astros. And I'm all for it. I love it. I think it's great. Can I tell you, I'm so glad you said that because my first thought was this is a rivalry. And I was waiting yeah. for you or a Yankee fan to tell me, Astros? Nah, Red Sox or uh, Boston like, nah. sucks. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The spotty, I, I, I agree. I think that. 
I was waiting for someone to be like, Astros? No, AL East, like, you know, like the Rays or the Blue Jays. I'm like, no, no, those aren't rivalries. Those are just good teams in the division. There's bad blood. There's possible cheating in the past. So, Granted, there's only like four remaining players on those teams, on those Astros teams. But I'll tell you, when Altuve steps up, I mean... He gets booed. It's vicious. And he hit a like a first pitch home run to start off the game today. So, But that rivalry is alive. So my first uh, mild take of the day, rivalries come and go. And no matter how much the networks and people want to push the history of teams like the Yankees and Red Sox, they're different teams as the years go on. And, you know, it's fun and it's hype, but there's no rivalry there. Not really. Not no. like with the Yankees and the Astros right now. There are Rivalries based on, you know, things that happen in game, some bad yeah. blood, some beef, and there's also rivalries just based on. Hey, uh, these are. <laughs> he said beef. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy keeps talking about beef. <laughs> we did both watch the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Beef could be based on also just two good teams. He said beef again <laughs> in, the, in the same division. I mean, yo, when I was a kid, just to show you how rivalries come and go. And I'm not saying the Yankees-Red Sox is gone for good. No. But, but when I was a kid, it was all about Mets-Cardinals. Right? Mets-Cardinals. Mets-Cardinals. The 80s were all Mets-Cardinals. And then they realigned. Not even in the same division anymore. They might match up in the postseason every five to ten years. But the reality is, that's not the rivalry. And you know what a big rivalry was? Mets Phillies. But you know when that was a rivalry? When guys like Jimmy Rollins and Jose Reyes were going back and forth. Right now, there's no Mets Phillies rivalry. Based on exactly. what? <laughs> so, know? I mean, again, it's Cavino and Rich. We're here for fun. It's a lukewarm take. Rivalries come and go. The history remains. And the memory remains. Ah, and the memory remains. Was that again? But the, that's Metallica. Okay, okay, but but it's, it's the networks that really push it just to create a hype that doesn't even exist anymore. The Astros and the Yankees, even though it's it's not the biggest rivalry, I think in this series we saw it growing again because it was so back and forth. I mean, the Astros no hit the Yankees and almost no hit them again today. They were, uh, I believe, sixteen innings in a row. Yeah. Between the ninth inning on Friday night, the no hitter on Saturday, and the first five or six in this game, I'm like. Did I, are they like 16 innings in a row now of no-hit ball against the New York Yankees who are just stacked? So you got to give some credit to the Houston Astros pitching. Were you sort of, I mean, you saw a walk-off, but would you have wanted to be at the no-hitter on Saturday because it's history? No, hell no. Um, I was trying to justify the fact that if they got no-hit again today, well, at least I could say I was part of history because I saw the second of two no-nos back-to-back. I'm not sure that's ever been Never done. Been I don't done. know. Never been Never, done. Never, right? I would imagine, but you know, you'd be surprised. In modern history, I would say no. But I do want to open up the phones, too, to our first you know, random, obvious observation of the day. Any other rivalries that are just dead or that came and went and there's a new one, a Bruin, you know, give us a call, 877-99 on Fox, or hit us at Cavino and Rich. Cavino, there are short-lived rivalries when a team's hot for a minute. Like Jets-Patriots. No. Jets-Patriots was a rivalry for maybe two years when Rex Ryan actually had the Jets going deeper into the playoffs. Mark Sanchez. Like, that was, you know, that's when Belichick, Ryan, that was for, what, two years? That's not a rivalry anymore. That's two wins on the Patriots schedule. 
rivalries come and go. When we were Think kids, when we were too. kids, Redskins, uh, Cowboys. Now they're the yep. you know the Commander. Is there is the Commanders Cowboys? Some real heavy-duty stuff? No. Well, Bobo, Bobo, you're like, a Cowboys fan. Do you think of the, the Washington football commanders now as the Cowboys rival they used to be? No. It's still the Giants. Yeah. Giant, and, the, and when the Giants stink, it's so, they take a backseat. Right. Then it becomes nah, like Eagles. Really. Yeah, true. It's rather the Eagles or the Giants. Yeah. Recently, it's just been the Giants. Yeah. And again, another obvious observation, Rich. Rivalries come and go. But a lot of it sticks with the fans more than the actual players because, I mean, there's different players every year. So it's kind of hard to keep a rivalry going when these teams really don't have any history against each other. You, you see that a lot when they'll ask a player on a team, like, right. are you ready for this weekend series with all the bad blood? And the guys are like, well, truthfully, like 20 of the 26 guys here like weren't here then. <laughs> so, exactly. so, you know, it, it takes away from, from that hype, you know? But as long as some of those core guys are still on the Astros, you know, like we said, Altuve oh, yeah. and, and the core guys on the Yankees, Aaron Judge, who was robbed of an MVP when Altuve got it, hmm. you know, there's always going to be that rivalry. All right, so, so let's let's keep going with your observations. You went, okay. to, you went to Yankee Stadium today. Your first time going to a Yankees game in, I would say, a few years, right? Uh, it's been a few years for sure. Last time I went was probably with you. Again, we now live in Los Angeles, but we're from the East Coast. We're Covino and Rich. These are my observations from the game today. So first one is, as a Yankees fan, but being so far removed, again, I've been living in Los Angeles for like the past 12 years, I could see why Yankee fans are the best, but also why they're the hated, the most hated the fans. Oh. Yeah. You, so, got a, you got a glimpse in the mirror of what obnoxious Yankee fans look like? Yeah, because, again, oh. I'm so far removed now from being an East Coast oh, guy. I can actually see from a different perspective. You've gone, you've gone soft. Yeah. And, and, and we could add to the list, you know, it's, it's kind of like, hey, what makes them so hateable? My first observation is on my way there, right, just on my way there, you know what billboards I'm passing on my way there? What? Eat clean, bro. <laughs> Like that's the service. That's like the the food service for all these meathead bachigaloops that the, live uh, here. The major Deegan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On your way to the major Deegan, there's billboards everywhere for a food service for all these East Coast meatheads that live with their mom, and it's called Eat Clean, bro. And so the, it's, build, it's the billboards great. on the highway before you even got to the stadium, you're like, oh, I forgot New York. bunch of bunch of guys that live with their moms that are jacked. Exactly. Yo, what are you eating? Yo, yo, Vinny, what are you eating tonight? Eat oh, I got a delivery from Eat Clean, bro. <laughs> and, you know, in its defense, my brother has subscribed to that and swears by it. No surprise. Oh but God. it is a great service, so I'm not here to disparage <laughs> it. I'm just here to tell you that it just sounds ridiculous. It, it does. And it doesn't surprise me that your family's been involved. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I don't know how much you want. Right away, because I made lots of observations. Well, keep them coming, man. Keep them right. coming. So I'm at the game, and... Hold, know, hold on. Before you continue, Danny J, being that you're such a, a laid-back L.A. fan, you're a Dodgers guy, you got a Dodgers jersey on today. Do you... I mean, from afar, you see how obnoxious like the typical Yankees fan is, right? Like, like we're painting the picture for someone not from New York. <laughs> yeah, but I can also see how somebody could go to a Dodgers game and maybe think that some of the fans of my favorite team 
are a little over the top. Yes. So it's just all perspective. True. True. Something special about a Yankees fan. Extra obnoxious. Yeah. (laughs) And feel free to share and to chime in. And even like maybe you could call out your own fandom, you know. But this is stuff I noticed, again, outside looking in almost because I haven't been there in a long time. The worst thing in the world for me and to me, Rich, is when I when you boo your own team, it's just so counterproductive to me. It's like, how do you expect this guy to ever get out of his head and out of a slump when you're booing your own guy constantly? Like, I get it, but if you're stuck with that guy, like, you gotta, like, lay off him a little Imagine bit. Imagine if your girl booed you in the bedroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that make how you would, I ever- would that make you better? Right. I, you know, I, eventually I would be Bill, like, you know what? I quit. Bill, I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you get out of your own head? So, and and here's how it is. It's like the fans there, I felt, you know, because they were being no hit today. And the Bronx jeers, the boos, you know, you're hearing all these people like getting quiet. It was like crickets for a while. And then all of a sudden, DJ LeMahieu hits a home run, right, to tie up the game. And, like, the crowd wakes up, and they're all alive, and it's like a whole different vibe and a whole different feeling to the ball game. And I know that happens all the time, but it's like, how fair-weathered could you be as a fan? It's like you were just booing everybody three seconds ago, and I got to be honest, like, it's aggravating to me. It's like you're just booing your that, team two minutes ago. Now you're, like, the biggest fan ever. Is the Yankees fan. Sounds yeah. about right. And that's that's the Yankee vibe. And I'm thinking I to myself, that. the fact that they would even boo or give the silent treatment or be – you know, you're Dude, talking about a silent team. Treatment. Yo, silent treatment. Silent You're talking about a team that's on pace to win like 120 games. On pace to be the best regular season record of all time. And they they get blanked. And the, the fans start booing. Granted, they got no hit the game before. You know, it's, it's a beautiful day. You're taking your kids there. You want to see some action. But my goodness, like booing. And then here's the other observation, too. You're looking around, you're seeing a lot of dudes with Yankee tattoos. Oh, they, they got their shirts unbuttoned, lots of gold chains, like all your typical, like, New York, hey, right? And they didn't come alive until LeMayhew hit the home run. It was booing the whole time. But, like, how do you feel about, like, cursing in front of the children? Like, there was kids there. It's an afternoon Sunday game. And there was bacha galoops. You've know, used that word 12 times now. Well, I'm 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 in the Bronx at a Yankees game. Do you have another description? I don't know. Bacha Galoops a good these one. These stunads, right? So these stunads that I'm sitting next to, yo, effing this and you effing yeah, that. You're at a ball game. It's honestly, I feel like when you're at a game, I think you got to have a little bit of discretion when children are around, dude. I do. I really do. I know it's a ball game, but I think that might be something you only see at certain stadiums. Look, I made some observations. Right now, we're talking about why Yankee fans are so hateable, but why they're the best at the same time. But my other observations of just simply going to a game, it's not all about the Yankees. We're going to get your feedback and your phone calls next. It's Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. 
We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports Sunday on the West Coast. Rich Davis, my buddy Steve Kavino, back for in years. Jersey. Yeah, I'm in Jersey. So for years and years, I'm I sorry. thought it was California. No doubt about it. Not the lyric. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. I was like two years ago, years old, when I realized it was California knows how to party. Oh. There was another one. Oh, Snoop Dogg, gin and juice. Does it start with him peeing or is it him pouring gin? Peeing. I think he's pouring gin. No, because he goes, ah. <laughs> that, yeah, that is true. Relieving himself. He's relieving <sighs> himself in the bathroom. Yeah, but he might have had a long day and he's like, oh, well, he's pouring some gin. Oh, maybe. Huh. No, definitely in the bathroom. So, again, Cavino and Rich on social media. Rich him. actually posted a picture of, of me enjoying... The Yankees game today, I was there in the Bronx in the flesh. It was my return to the Bronx with some family. So Danny G, Bobo, Spotty Boy, everybody listening, please like my Instagram post at Steve Cavino. Please see what like I'm it. About. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> hey, I'm in it for the likes, man, and the follows. So at Steve Cavino and at Cavino and Rich, the most interactive show on Fox Sports Radio. Want your phone calls at 877-99 on Fox. I'm wrapping up part one of my day at the game, which is – being so far removed, living in L.A., not being in New York as much as I used to be. You spent the first, you know, 30-something years of your life living and breathing New York and New Jersey. Now that you've been out here in L.A., it's, you know, you're a changed man. You're a little softer. You don't have as it's many just, chains. You don't Just uh... different. Yeah, I don't wear as many chains as I used to. Not as many pinky rings and things like that. So I'm yeah. able to see 
you know, from a different perspective of how and why Yankee fans are so hateable, but again, why they're the best at the same time. Like the booing and then the cheering, like very fickle, very fair weathered. It's very odd. I, like I said before, I said before, if you were, uh, if you delivered and then once in a while you did it, why would you, like I said, imagine if that happened in the bedroom, like the, on the, you know, on your off night, your girl was like, Boo, you stunk. Ew. Like, come on. And it's like, yeah, but I laid it down the night before. Doesn't it's matter. Like, yeah. It's like Aaron Hicks was a hero two days ago, right? But it's how quickly we forget. Like, yeah. he strikes out once. You're like, boo, you suck now. <laughs> it's so weird because to me, that's counterproductive. So, my last observation in that realm of why they're hateable, but like why they're the best, quote unquote, dude, I'm going to probably make a lot of other fans upset. And I say this with all due respect. Oh, but when I'm making my observations at the Yankees game, I got my sunglasses on. I'm doing this respectfully. The women that go to a Yankees game are by far the best looking, so easily hateable to the non-Yankees fan. They are by far the hottest, bro. I'm, I'm not, well, not going to disagree. In their pink shirts and hats. I'm not you know, going to disagree. About pink Yankee the East shirts. Coast, there's something about the East Coast girl that, you know, I grew up admiring because I'm an East Coast guy, but the way they come out there in their Yankee jerseys and their hats and they're just, they do it up and they dress to the nines. There's nothing sloppy about it. They come out there with their earrings on. Yo, Yankee, women Yankee fans are the hottest women fans out there, period. So no wonder you guys hate the fans. I can't I can't disagree because I remember when I lived in New York. I'm a Mets fan, and I remember thinking like, mm, it's like, like Long Island moms go to Mets games. Dude, but like my mom, but like my my mom. There was, like, like, there I, was I, some I uh, fine mamitas at the Dodgers game. Yeah, when we went a couple weeks ago. Not at the Angels game. Safe. It's like <laughs> you know, you know, it's. You see what I mean? Like, you make these observations, man. And I always feel that way when I'm there. It's like, yo, the Yankees bring out the beautiful women. It's the truth. So, of course, people are going to hate on that. You beat a new uh, Puerto Rican princess or or, uh, Italian uh, gumad on the side or what? A Dominican dream. Yeah, a lot of shiny (laughs) legs, uh, you know, looking fine. Looking fine at the Yankees game. A nice Bronx Bay. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad you had fun, man. But I made other generic sports slash baseball observations I do want to share with you, but we, let's go to the phone. Right. Uh, Troy in San Diego. Uh, we were talking earlier about rivalries and how, to be honest, they're only as good as like how competitive the two teams stay. They come and go over the years. Sometimes a rivalry is a, you know, it is a notable one. And then five, ten years later, it could be, eh, no one really cares. What's up, Troy? Yeah, uh, you're right. I'd like to say that some do, some don't. Because one I can think of that that has faded, of course, is Colorado Avalanche, Detroit Red Wings. We we know how vicious that was for a while, but it's not anymore. But you go to college, let's say uh, Michigan and Ohio State. I don't care how bad one team is and how good the other one is; those guys hate each other, and they have for years. Boom, Troy. Same with Oklahoma. Troy, great call. Troy, yeah. pat yourself on the back, Troy. Pat yourself on the back because that's the best point anyone's made with this. Because, honestly, college rivalries, the players come and go, but the colleges still hate each other. Guess what? UConn and Syracuse, always going to hate each other. You, you said it. Michigan, Notre Dame. There's going to be there's going to be rivalries, that you games you go to see that are always going to be teams that hate each other. 
Yeah, I think rivalries. LSU, have, uh, Alabama. Yeah, the college, college will always hate each other where the pros, you're right, it really depends on success and the players and reasons, really. It's the truth. Thank you, Troy. Now, Kavino, mix in with all your observations. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not enjoying your observations. But tell everyone how freaking electric Boogie Woogie Oogie. I think it's Boogie Oogie Oogie. Boogie Oogie Oogie. Yankee Stadium God. When the judge, when Aaron Judge hit a walk-off in extras. I'm telling my story. My story begins with my observation. Okay, fair enough. Get back to it. Part one is just why Yankee fans are hateable. Part two is, well, here's my observations. Just from the game in general. Okay? Number one. And this is a very lukewarm take, but I'm really strong I on mean, this lo- on this opinion. Lots of observations and lukewarm takes. Keep it going. Put it in the microwave. In the song "God Bless America," what? <laughs> which I proudly stand up for. I put my hand over my heart. Land that I love. And I sing along. I gotta tell you, I'm not sure anyone has ever made this observation on Fox Sports Radio. I'll be proud to be the first. <laughs> White with foam is the weakest lyric ever. (laughs) To the oceans, white with foam. That is the weakest forced to rhyme line that ever was. White with foam is simply there to rhyme with home. It is the weakest line in one of the most important songs of our nation. It is so lame. I'm here to tell you that I'm I'm about to ban that. I'll stand proudly and I'll sing along, but I refuse to sing that line anymore because it's so corny. Irving Berlin. Yeah, he he really like couldn't think of anything else. I guess you think he botched it. I really think he did. What would you, what would foam? you put there? I mean, have you ever gone? You know what I really No doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. To the oceans. No doubt about no it. Da- no doubt about it. It's only there because it rhymes with home. Give me, give no me the preview. Give, America. Right, give me no the- one goes to America and says, you know what I really love? The mountains, the prairies, the oceans white with foam. Give me a break. <laughs> well, Whoever o- said that ever. I mean, you talk about lyrics that are 100 years old. Look at the foam it's on the corny. ocean. All right, it's corny. Let's go over the rhyme real quick. Let's, let's figure this out. What, what's the previous line? Because out of context, I, I'll, I don't want to start from the beginning. It's only there as a setup to rhyme with home. Well, the waves, the waves breaking on the, the shoreline Bro, create We know foam. what it is, but no one cares about that. That's not a, an America, you know, bragging right. Get out of here with that line. I mean, it's there's, so a, lot lame. Of sh- there's right. a lot of shoreline in America. From the mountains to the prairies. To the oceans. To the oceans. Period. <laughs> to the oceans. Comma. That's where it should end. But no, he had to rhyme it, and it's weak. Hmm. I know. Oh, it's to like- the ocean, garden gnomes. <laughs> no? <laughs> to the oceans, garden gnomes. No. The only word that rhymes is foam, and it's forced, and it's corny. Sorry, I know it's not the hottest take, but I'm standing my ground here. It's got to be called out. Hmm. It's an important song. We all stand for it. And I don't stand for that line. It hmm. should have been better. It's a lazy line. Okay, so just random observations. 
It's a hard one. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of what, the way, what, could, uh, what could be replaced. Uh, open the phones. Uh, 877-99-Oceans. Grab my comb. Grab my, yeah, grab my comb. I got to comb my hair. Grab I'm, my yeah. comb. Go to the, uh, go, go, just to got to the back from the ocean. David Cone. Cone no. don't rhyme. Uh, yeah, it's, well, it home. doesn't. Yeah, it's true. Home. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, uh, Garden Gnome was the best one so far, but okay. if you have a better one, guys, because I think I personally think we we are better than that. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, or hit us up at Cavino and Rich. So, is hey, this, by the way, you. is this what happens when you're left alone on the East Coast for yes. a couple days? Hey, dude, don't be mad at me that my thoughts a, are doper than yours. You have a list of ridiculous observations from your Yankees experience. You you tell me. You you stand by that line. If I was in the writing session, I'd be like, uh, Irving Berlin, I think you could do a lot like, better. To than the that oceans one. and the Superdome. No, the, no. no, it doesn't work. To the oceans. Rome, boom. Dome. Rome. Rome. No. No. Rome. Dome. Foam. Continue. I'm really feeling maybe something Chrome. with the garden. Man. I don't know. This is uh, when it's my job to come in and move the conversation oh, forward. Thank God. <laughs> thank Danny G. I don't know. God. I don't know. Oh. Well, no. I told you. I got more observations, so All right, fair stay enough. on the edge of your seat. And if you have a lyric you'd like to share, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. No. But Steve DeSager's here. Steve. <laughs> Hello, Game Garden 6. Gnomes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know. Uh, I never really minded the lyric. Uh, I, mean, I don't think anyone did, now. Steve. We all do now. We all do now. Game six of the Stanley Cup final going on at Tampa Bay and an early goal for the home team trying to stay alive down three games to two to Colorado in this series. It's one nothing against the Avalanche. Six and a half minutes to go in the first period. If Tampa Bay can win this tonight, a game seven would be in Colorado on Tuesday night. NASCAR and a lightning and rain delay earlier. There was about a one hour lightning delay in Nashville. This one's going to be at least that long, and they're just before the halfway point of the race. It's not an official race yet. They were on lap 40, uh, 140 out of the 300 scheduled at the current delay. Xander Shoffley won the Travelers by two strokes. The Sunday night ball game has Dodgers at Braves scoreless in the bottom of the fifth. The pitcher's duel between Tony Gonsolin, who's 9-0 and for L.A., and Spencer Strider, who last start allowed six runs against the Giants in three and two-third inning tonight. Five scoreless innings, six strikeouts, and no walk. Game scoreless, bottom of the fifth. Angels 2-1 winners against Seattle. There was a brawl in the second inning. Eight kicked out, four from each team. And Philadelphia beat the Padres 8-5 in a comeback. But today was the day that Phil's DH Bryce Harper was placed on the injured list after last night's broken thumb. Cincinnati and Arizona each won. Miami homered bottom of the ninth to beat the Mets 3-2. Boston won at seventh straight. 8-3 at Cleveland. Rich Hill got the win. Minnesota a win. Milwaukee and the Cubs each won. That Cubs win was at St. Louis in 10 inning 6-5. So the Cardinals now a game back of the first place Brewers in the NL Central. And the Yankees somehow won in 10 inning 6-3 over Houston. The home run by Aaron Judge. But yes, as you mentioned earlier, Houston had no hit the Yanks for 16 straight innings dating back to last Friday. In fact, the batting average for New York in the series with the Astros was 123 and they still got a split of the series. Damn. In American League history, according to Stats Inc., that's the lowest batting average in a four-game series by a team that didn't actually wind up losing the series. Back Look at to that. you. Look at that. It shows you that the Yankees still find a way to win, you know? And I was yeah. there, guys. I was there. You can see pictures at Steve Cavino. Well, you know, Share the photos with your friends. You're, you're making all these observations that yeah. are uh, – some are eye-rolling, some are on point. I, I made one, if you're cool with that. And it's – you posted a picture – 
in pretty bad seats. And I feel like, no offense to you, I feel like I'm just saying in 2022, most people don't post a photo. I love them. From bad seats. Bad seats to you because you think your daddy right? stacks. I mean, think about it. Most people now, when they're at a concert or a game, if you're not sitting, if you don't got good seats, you're probably not like posting. I'm not. I'm I'm sharing, not bragging, like most people That's, on social media. I, I think well, they, most, there you go. What most people do is if they have bad seats, they post a picture of them at the game and not the view of where they're sitting. Yeah, you were like in the upper deck on the left field pole. You know, it was more important to me sharing Jeez. a photo of me and my brother and family, not trying to brag to Stops. people I don't care about. I didn't blame you. I'm just, I'm making Says the it a guy that literally just asked people to like the picture. Yeah. Well, that's sharing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Kavino, I don't care at all. I'm just saying most people in 2022 in a world, like you said, of bragging. Yeah. Most people, if they go to a concert, they'll walk up to seats that aren't even theirs and be like, here's my, I'm at the concert. You, you proudly were like, yo, I'm in the upper deck in left field. <laughs> I'm yeah. at it. Yeah, and I, 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 I honestly enjoyed my seats. I did, but you're right. If you want to see what Rich is talking about, at Steve Covino, it's a great observation and a fair one. We're at Covino and Rich. It's Fox Sports Sunday, 877-99 on Fox. Danny G, Bobo, Spotty Boy, Steve DeSager, Covino, right. and Rich. Let's move it along. Observations. Right. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> White with foam, weakest line I, ever. I, okay. To the ocean, I lost my phone. Phone don't rhyme with, <laughs> no, with no. home. Uh, rims of chrome. Enough. Rims of chrome. Old Jim Rome. Jim <laughs> and Jim Rome. No. I Jim Rome. Nah. Okay. Nah. My brother was at the game. Obviously, you see him in the picture. He's wearing a Yankees jersey, right? Yeah. He's rocking the pinstripes at Yankee Stadium. Guess what jersey he's wearing? Again, uh, these are stadium uh, uh, observations. Keter. No. He's wearing a Gary Sanchez, who's no longer on the team and active, oh. jersey to Yankee Stadium. I'm like, dude, I think that's a sports no-no. And that's my brother. He's like, I don't know. It's the only jersey I got, you well, know. It's the only one he's got. I, I get it. But wearing a jersey of a player that's still in the league, not on your team, eh, not the best look. But I'll, I'll let it pass. But I think that's sort of like a lame look. And I think he stinks of the high heavens. He did with the Yankees anyway. Yeah, I know he's doing honestly, well with the Twins. If I go to a Mets game and I'm wearing a Noah Syndergaard jersey, that's sort of weak, no? Yeah, I think so. So just a, you know, okay. just just a heads up. Try to the, avoid it. Yes, the the rule that we've made years ago. It's like you could wear that years later when he retires if you really want to. And uh, man, you're going to be really disappointed to hear this. But before I tell you the rest of the story, I want the world <laughs> From to the- hear how the game actually ended today. Oh. Take a listen to the walk-off from Aaron Judge. Swung on and hit in the end of deep left. That ball's high. It is far. It is gone. It's a walk-off three-run home run. It's a judgy and blast. And the Yankees win the ball game by the score of 6-3. And that's when me, my cousins, and my brother went berserk in the car on the ride home. What? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> boom, boom, yeah. Yeah. Can we all do it at once? Oh. oh. White oh. with foam. <laughs> Yo, the only thing lamer than white with foam is you leaving the game, and we'll get to it next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't think he's talking about Sour Patch Kids or uh, chocolate-covered gummy bears. Candy Shop, Fitty, Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports Sunday. I'm Rich Davis, the guy chilling here in L.A. Kavino's the guy that left the Yankees game before Judge walked off. Ugh. You embarrassed? I am, but I have a valid and legitimate excuse. Don't tell me you had to be on time for Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what do you mean? I'm on 600 radio stations nationwide oh, on SXM, the iHeartRadio app. You think I take this lightly? You think I just show up and be like, guys, I'm stuck in the Major Deegan, but what a game. What was I supposed to do? I had to be somewhere. So when I went to the game with my cousins, you know, my brother and my cousins really put the nudge on me. Like, bro, we got to go to a game. How often are we in town together? Let's go to the game. I said, guys, listen, I want to go to the game, but you got to realize I got to work later on. So no matter what, I have a hard out like at 5 p.m. Like I got to go because I can't be late, stuck in traffic, Bronx traffic, major dig and nightmare, and then be late for Fox Sports Radio. So you got to understand where I'm coming from, man. You're so lame. I know. How do you think I felt about it? So, you know, I don't expect everyone to care about the Yankees, but they had a chance to win it in the bottom of the ninth. They had Glaber Torres on third. Aaron Hicks was up. He struck out. Everybody boos him. And then Glaber Torres, like, turns an ankle, getting back to third at a quick. So it was a strikeout, throw him out. End of that inning. And I'm like, oh, we can't stick around much longer. Let's just bounce and at least we'll beat all the traffic. And everybody sort of agreed, but everybody wanted to stay, right? It's the weakest feeling in the world, and it's a conversation in itself. It's like some people take pride in leaving and beating traffic. I so badly wanted to see a walk-off, and I missed it, man. Missed and I missed a, a good one. You a missed playoff an Aaron caliber. Judge. Yeah. You're going to look back. If the Yankees won the World Series this year for the first time in, you know, 13 years or so, and you realize that you missed – an Aaron Judge walk-off because you didn't want to get a little extra traffic. And not even that. Come on. This is, like you said, this is the foreshadowing of the ALCS. Two rivals. These teams don't like each other. And well, the Yankees on. would have I... lost. Hold on. The Yankees would have lost, lost this series, which was important to them, if they didn't 
win today. Yeah, it's, so only, they, it's only June. It's not It's not it's that big of a June, deal. It's only June, but, but still, still. I missed an Aaron Judge walk-off at home where the crowd went berserk. I was a, in the car. Terrible, it's a terrible feeling. Danny J, you ever walk out of uh, Dodger Stadium and you hear a lot of cheers and you're like, oh, I missed something. No way, because <laughs> when I was a little kid and other Dodger fans were little kids, we saw what happened with Kirk Gibson. See? So for the rest of our lives, we're like, we're not leaving until this game is done. There's no worse feeling. When you leave a stadium in arena, oh yeah, and you hear everyone oh. start losing, and you're like, oh no, what a nightmare! What have I done? D- do you what remember the story? Do you remember the story about when Miami came back against the Spurs, and there were all those people trying to get back into the arena, and the Heat were like, nah, you left, you can't come back in, you, you, no returns. If you leave a game early. And they win. You know, it, there's almost like a subconscious part of you that's like rooting against your team. Like, I don't well, want to miss something my brother, awesome. my brother said he's going to lie and just tell everybody he stayed. I'm here to tell the story and take your calls because let me ask you, starting with you, Rich Davis, yep. Judgy McJudgerton, I'm going to give the world listening to Fox Sports Radio, Cavino and Rich, a John Quinones. What would you do? I had to be at work. I had to be here to make sure everything was ready to roll. I'm broadcasting from the East Coast. Like, how could I take the chance to... I wouldn't have known how long it would go on. In hindsight, we knew it ended in the 10th. But that could have went on to the 14th, 15th inning. We don't know. I'll give give you that. But if you're asking, do you lie? As Chris Rock once said, lie to me, Jerry. Lie to me. You should have lied. Honestly, you should have said, yo, guys, the place went crazy. I... Oh. I missed it. I missed it, nah, man. dude. A lot of my people. first time in the Bronx in all these years. Judge has a walk-off against the rival. The place, if, if you watch the highlights, guys, and you'll see him tonight if you haven't seen him already, you know, the Bronx went nuts. And, again, this is this is after getting no hit oh, yesterday. Oh, by the way, you're, I believe you're two for two in your yeah. last two Yankee games yep. because we went with a bunch of our listeners to a Yankees game in, I think, like 2018 or 2019, and you left the stadium early, and then Stanton hit a walk-off. And it was Stanton's big, his first big moment as a Yankee, yeah. All right, well, hey, there's a lot to get to. More Kavino and Rich. Thank you for the recap. Kavino left the game early. What a loser. Uh, More (laughs) Kavino and Rich next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Fox Sports Sunday. Rich Davis, my buddy Steve Cavino, who, by the way, unflattering on FaceTime. <laughs> Why? You got like uh, you, you you got like the dad angle where you got like a bulbous nose right now. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you not have a bulbous nose on FaceTime? That's You're like why my I hate mom. It. I'm like mom. I can only see your nose and your forehead. Like. Pull it back a little. I mean, I have it balanced <laughs> just right so that I could see you. So, I mean, there's not much I could do. I can't be the only one who FaceTimes their parents and all you see is like their hair. It's like, mom, back it up. I don't think anybody looks good on FaceTime. That's why I'm allergic to it. That's why I avoid it. And that's why I don't use it. But for the sake of Fox Sports Sunday, I'm using it now. Hey. Thanks for hanging out with us, Cavino and Rich. Technology. You're going to be hearing more of us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're enjoying the show tonight. 877-99 on Fox is our number. And, of course, hit us up on social media at Covino and Rich. Danny G and Bobo are on standby. Spotty's here. Steve DeSager. And thank you guys for hanging. Hope you're having a nice weekend. Again, I'm Steve Cavino. Uh, Rich, I have one more little nugget. Actually, do you mind if I put you on the spot? I have a trivia question for I you. I would love it. All right. By the way, an hour of observations. Jeez. Hey, bro. Uh, you can thank me later. I just hogged up an hour of airtime. I, I was going to say, can I fit the rest of this into two hours? Let's go. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your trivia? I'm at the Yankees game today. Big win. I'm looking at the scoreboard. And as you know, I'm a big baseball fan. I did not know what this stood for, and I'm sure it's tootin' common knowledge for most, but it wasn't for me, and I can honestly admit this. So I'm okay. going to ask you if you know what it stands for. And if you don't, no shame in that because neither did I. I'm looking at the Yankees scoreboard, and just like any other scoreboard, it says runs, hits, and errors, right? Yeah. R H E. Traditional. Traditional, traditional. R H E, the traditional scoreboard. Run, hits, and errors. Yeah. Right? On the Yankees scoreboard, and maybe all scoreboards, like I said, I haven't noticed. It says runs, hits, errors, and MVR. And my dumb brother's like, what is MVR, yo? Yo, wait, what is, does that say MVR? What does that stand for, yo? Do you have any idea what that is? This guy Look. doesn't know what MVR is. <laughs> I didn't. This guy. Come on. You I really didn't. By the way, you could see what I'm talking about. I posted a picture of the scoreboard on my Instagram story. Actually, on my Instagram, at Steve Cavino. You just have to scroll past those really handsome pictures of me. And the weak seats. And those weak seats that Rich pointed out. Yeah, he couldn't resist himself. Left field, top row. Would you spend 12 bucks on StubHub? 50 bucks. Ooh. Those are fifty dollars. Hot ticket. You're right. I get it. The Yankees, Astros, hot ticket. Yeah, it was a last minute decision too. So, do you know runs, hits, errors, and MVR? What the MVR is without googling it? I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking my motor vehicle record. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. But I see at Dodgers games and Mets games, they got the left on base, LOB. I know that. Runners left on base. but Right it, after runs, yeah, hits, and errors? They have, really? I think it's at City they got that. But MVR, I'll be honest with you, it, might, it doesn't jump out at me. Oh, let's see. They, they have pitch counts now. They have uh, 
Let's see. MVP. It's really weak. In my opinion, it's a real weak stat or or score to have on the scoreboard. It's like, what no, is that about? No, no, what about no. whip? Yeah, well, I mean whip and no. whip. 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 It's not whip. They don't have whip, whip. up there. They don't have uh, win. There's a lot of new whip. stats over the last 10 plus years. I know that. But I'll be honest. I'll, I'm man enough to say that I don't know. What is MVR? Okay, so isn't it? fair like as baseball fans bro hey we admit we don't know I, there's no way everybody I watch, else I watch every day and I go to when I was in New York I went to like 25 Mets games a year I watch every day so this is no shame in this go on well according to my research runs hits errors MVR MVR is mound visits remaining oh lame though right like that's right up there with runs hits and errors well there's no shame in not knowing that you know why yeah because it's a newer rule limiting the visits from the pitching coach or manager. So right up there. there you go. Wow. Like, what is that good? about? I had to look it up. Um, a lot of times you'll see the challenges remaining for a team, but I've never seen the MVR. Okay. Well, you can see it again Round at Steve Covino. Visits remaining. Yeah. Wow. You think he just goes some like if uh, if Aaron Boone has one left over, he'll just walk out there and be like, "Yeah, I don't want to waste it." Hey, is everyone- <laughs> how we doing? You doing good? But it's just so it's such a like it's just thrown out there. An assumption that every casual average fan who's there for, you know, a sausage sandwich <laughs> is going to know what the heck that means. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know what it meant. I'll be honest. Over the last, if you're a big baseball guy, baseball is such a statistic sport. And over the last five to ten years, there's been suff- such an emphasis, more so than ever, on war and whip and all, the, all these things that when you were a little kid, they were not kept. When you were playing Little League and you were keeping your scorecard with your dad at the ball game in the 80s or 90s, you were not, you, you didn't say, man, do you see uh, Max Scherzer's whip is like right over, just whip. about one? Whip. Whip. Do you say whip? Whip. 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 All right, well, hey. Fun little nugget for you. There's, uh, there's a lot to get to today. In Camino, you know how you always tell me your, your girlfriend will ask you questions that you don't know the answer to, but they're always like, well, that's a damn good question. I never thought of it. Like, she'll ask you, like, just the most bizarre questions. Like, why do they run? Why is first base to the right instead of the left? Who invented that? And you're like, well, you know. I, know. I guess Abner yeah. Doubleday did, but yeah. I, I don't know why. Abner Doubleday, I guess, because it's, yeah, why counterclockwise? And you start thinking, like, you, like, Kavino's girl's great at those questions. Because she'll do it, like, hey, like, uh... What what made what made them measure this? Yeah, why why does every baseball stadium have different dimensions, but every other sport has a unified field? It's like I, I, just, I really don't know the answer. And then she's mad at me. She's like, "Well, you're a fan. You should know these things." I'm like, well, I, "I don't know all I that." I have to sit here while you watch the stupid Yankees every day, and you don't now. <laughs> yeah, like well, she asks like very arbitrary, random questions. Well, if she asked this question, I, I I saw this the other day, being that we're in Game Six of the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, first time ever. The two teams face it off for Lord Stanley's Cup are not plural. Lightning ah. Avalanche. First time there's not a plural team. No Penguins or Rangers or Red Wings or Bruins or anything. Yeah, Lightning Avalanche. Lightnings. And, and it might be the first time two weather or natural <laughs> events are in, in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. All right. Um. Camino, I had to ask you this. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to pose this to everyone. When it comes to sports injuries, there's nothing more infuriating when your favorite pitcher throws a 95 mile an hour, 100 mile an hour strike. And by the way, I did see this on social media the other day, and it made me think: 
in our lifetime, is 100 the new 90? Yes. Where when we were kids, it was like Nolan Ryan, maybe a few others that threw 100 miles an hour, Doc Gooden, and it's probably maybe the Rocket Roger Clemens. Now every team has multiple guys that throw 100, to the point where 90 is nothing nowadays. People's off-speed stuff is 90. Yeah. I saw Edwin Diaz on the Mets yesterday. Throwing 102 and 103 in the, in the ninth inning. I'm thinking to myself, 102, 103? If that happened when we were kids, that would be talked about. But I digress. When you see your favorite pitcher go, oh, no, and he grabs a shoulder or an arm, and you're like, oh, you start thinking, oh, Tommy John. You start thinking, what did he pull? Elbow, shoulder, what's the problem? When you see a guy pull up limp, you're like, oh, no, quad, hamstring, what is it? Oh, no. In the NFL, when your quarterback's down on the ground for more than, what, five seconds? You start having the nervous farts. Oh, what's happening? In all of sports, I feel like there's one and one only injury that cannot be blamed on the person at all. A quarterback gets hit. Hey, his fault. He didn't scramble out of the pocket, right? Or if he pulls up limp, hey, maybe his conditioning, right? Same with the pitcher's arm. Same with anything in sports. He said limp. <laughs> Stop it. Uh. <laughs> when you saw what happened to Bryce Harper, so dumb. what makes that such a shame? And you saw it happen oh, to yeah. Pete Alonzo earlier in the year. Luckily for Pete, the x-rays are negative. But when a superstar player gets hit by a pitch that there's no way he could get out of the way from, to me, it's the one and one only unavoidable, unblameable on the guy injury. If you're if like, so the, you don't like, think if a quarterback gets hit from behind, if it's a late hit, because they a, simply, a, because the lineman simply missed the block. I, I just think that you don't, you, you don't think that's it, not on him. It was the path he took. He, he stayed in the pocket too long. That's the risk you take. Hmm. Okay. I think that, Every other thing you can make an argument. Like right why now, why can't you? Why can't the argument be, "Hey, you should got out of the way." Can you get out of the way of a ninety-seven mile an hour fastball that's at your hands, Bryce Harper style? Can you get out of the way? Can you get of out a, of a way of a linebacker coming in full speed that you don't see because a lineman missed the tack, missed you, the block. If you if you fall with them or drop the right way, I'm just saying there's there's, I think the most unblameable. Like right now, if you're a Mets fan. You could okay. say, freaking Scherzer, we uh, $40 million, and uh, he missed a month and a half with his uh, back. Y- y- you could blame him. As, as conditioned and as great as Max Scherzer is, there is a part of you that's like, well, it's it, he's getting older, and it's it's his back, right? So he, you're saying hit by pitch is the only injury that is... I, and and, and is, I think it's so terrible because it is the one... That, like, Bryce Harper's having an MVP-style year. Yeah. And... Now he's out for, what, minimum a month probably? There's no timeline right now. Bryce Harper, and, you know, it pains me to say it being that I'm a Mets fan, but baseball's better when Bryce Harper's playing. And this is what Bryce Harper said about getting drilled uh, yesterday. Take a listen. I kind of wish it would have hit me in the face. I mean, I don't break bones in my face, so... <laughs> I mean, like, I can take 98 to the face, but I can't take 97 to the thumb, so... 
yeah, I kind of was in protection mode a little bit, um, trying to get my hand up there and not let it hit me again. Um, it's just, it's a bummer. I'm just really bummed out. He, he's bummed. He should be bummed out. He said he'd rather get hit in the face because at least he knows he gets hit in the face unless he's seriously injured. He's like, I ra- he'd probably rather break. He'd probably rather get a, a big welt on his face or have to go through a concussion protocol than miss a month okay. or so of the season, which I'm is terrible. Playing, I'm playing devil's advocate, Keanu Reeves style. Okay. So how about in the NBA when someone's going up for a nasty dunk and there's a flagrant foul from behind? This guy falls on his hip. He's hurt. I, I, I know. And he's, I, and he's out for you know two months. What did he I, have to do with that? I am going to argue and say, well, yes, that's very that's very, uh, you know, it's, it's very, We've it's seen very it. possible, but at the end of the day, he, whether it was a, a wide open lane to the basket or if it was in traffic, he went up there knowing a good guy could undercut him, knowing something could happen. I just feel like the hit batsman in major league baseball is the one well, thing where you, I, you can like, you know, how a lot it's of times, hardest to protect for sure. It's yeah. like you're a sitting duck. That's what makes it yeah, I guess, almost unfair that the pitchers don't ever get that sort of retaliation at them. You and know? I, and so I guess uh, my, I get my, what you're saying. My point, Kavino, is that a lot of times when a guy's injured, it's very easy to be like, yeah, he's good, but he's injured a lot. It, you can never count the 25 games a guy misses because he was hit by a pitch. It's just, it's bad luck. It's like, so Aaron Judge, who's having a Mammothian season, could end up hitting 70 home runs for all we know. If Aaron Judge gets drilled in the hand and breaks his wrist... Is that Aaron Judge's fault? Could you say, can you mark that down with the, because Aaron Judge has been known. People say, oh, he's a little fragile. That's the only knock on Aaron Judge. Every year or so, he gets a little banged up. That wouldn't be on him, right? I don't think it's Aaron Judge's fault, but I don't think it's the NBA player's fault who, you know, gets a flagrant foul on him and he falls and, and breaks the wrist, you know, like I don't, I don't see that as their fault either. I, but I hear what you're saying and I understand what you're saying. It's almost like, there's no defense to get out of the way of a 100-mile-per-hour fastball that's going right toward you like that. I, God forbid, get, I get what you're God saying. God forbid Otani gets drilled in the head, and he's out for weeks for concussion protocol, and he's all good. But So those weeks he misses, that goes against his side. Young possible votes, not that he would be, but you, know, you, know, it's, you miss part of the season. and you miss, Like Bryce Harper could very well miss out on a possible MVP season because he's going to miss... 30 plus games because because of someone else because really. of someone else really. right yeah that's, that's what it thing. is that's what it is so because of someone else just and it's really just, a shame yeah just it some, really just is something to think about and uh something something to always keep in mind when you when you blame players for getting injured some are way more avoidable than others all right um Kavino and rich i want you to think about something and you get to put you on your thinking cap and think back to your childhood did you ever mess up something real bad? Did you ever ruin something of your mom's or dad's or grandma? Like a family heirloom? Did you ever? Yeah. What's the biggest thing you ever messed up as a kid? I had this statue that my mom loved, and uh, I knocked it over, and its penis fell off. <laughs> you sure that's your story? And then, yeah. And then we glued it, but we glued it upside down. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, no. Nope. It's a good one. Nope. Well, 
We take your phone calls and feedback next because someone has your story topped. There's a new story that just broke. That's pretty funny. So we have more Kavino and Rich next on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah. Kavita on Rich. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Fox Sports Sunday. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. Hope you're enjoying whatever you're watching. What's like the must-watch non-sports-related thing this weekend, Rich? Non-sports-related must-watch? Hmm. What did I watch? BT Awards. BT Awards? I don't know. What did I watch? I said, I said must watch. <laughs> um, Racist. Oh, oh no. Hey, I like I like the BET Awards. I, uh, I know must you do. Must watch. Uh, must watch. What is, what is must watch? Uh, I watched a uh, Kevin Hart movie on Netflix. It was yeah, all right. The, him, him and Woody Harrelson. Did anyone else see that? No, <laughs> might the only one that was like, "Oh, I'll watch that." Better Call Saul is must watch. It is, but I, that's is that back for the well next uh, this yeah. coming Friday. Waiting this coming Friday is Stranger Things season four, and the boys is must must watch on Amazon. All right, so now enjoy your sports. I hope all your teams are winning. Hope you're having a nice weekend. We are Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com. If you miss anything, please download our podcast, the iHeartRadio app, and our stomping grounds, SXM83. Thanks for your feedback, 877-99 on Fox. All right, let's go to your phone calls. I, I posed a question, and uh, people can chime in if they want. When you were a kid, when did you mess up the most? Like, I'm talking broke something of mom or dad's really messed up. I, I'll, I'll tell you the story and then we'll respond with the phone calls if that's cool. But I just, I went on TMZ because I want to see if there was any breaking news in sports or entertainment or anything. Headline of TMZ right now, Ben Affleck's 10 year old son jumped in the driver's seat of his Lamborghini and backed into another car and busted it up. I don't think I ever did anything like that. 
I mean, my dad never had a Lamborghini. But he had a caravan that I took out once. No, yes, same thing. So I would say, you know, same thing. Same level of, uh, you know. I don't even think it was a caravan. I think it was a Plymouth Voyager, which was the same thing but different. All right, let's go to Bruno in Brooklyn. What's up, Bruno? Gentlemen, gentlemen, you just threw me for a curve with that one, man. I was coming in with the with the pitching and the, and, and the way these guys are getting hit. But I got to tell you, it's a funny story. I mean, you talk about what you just said about uh, what happened. Ben Affleck, I mean, I did start our, our family's garage on fire and burned up a couple cars and almost took the house out. But that's another story entirely. Whoa. These guys today, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. these guys today that basically, I mean, you think about the uh, MLB. Injuries aren't that often, and when guys get you know get popped, it's it's a really rare thing, and it's too bad he got hit in the hands. But you know what? It's nothing like the NFL or even the uh, NBA where these guys are there's constant injury, and you know what? It's it's it, I agree, it's terrible, but. How are we going to, you know... Oh, the injuries are what? way more brutal and, and worse than other sports. I'm saying the hit-by-pitch is the most unavoidable, bad luck, bad coincidence. Like, Bryce Correct. Harper just sitting in the batter's box, you know, is, right. am I sitting on, my, on a curveball? Am I looking Am I looking fastball? And all of a sudden, boom. No hand, fault of you the know. zone, basically just looking at what's coming at him. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's, and there's very few things in sports, because usually you could find a way to uh, assign some blame, like, oh, you know, he, uh, you know, shouldn't have tried for that extra yard. You know, there's always something. But, man, Bryce Harper, that's a, that's a bummer for baseball, right? All right, let's say hi to Mitch in Jersey. What's up, Mitch? Hey, Mitch. Hey, how we doing, guys? Uh, thanks for taking the call. What's up, Enjoy. Man? How are you? Hey, I don't know what's going with all the injuries in baseball. Look at all these stars that are just are Manny Machado, Mookie Betts, uh, and I have Bryce Harper now, and May. I mean, a lot of the Dodgers, it seems. Um, I'm kind of happy the way the Yankees are treating uh, Aaron Judge, the best player in baseball. I would love to see him walk and, and sign with the Dodgers next year. He can do like LeBron's doing uh, off the court. Uh, maybe get into movies. They, they thought they don't know what to do. They're so fickle. They can't make up their minds what they want to do the last eight years. And it's tiring. The, the lineup's anemic. They let Corey go. They should let Cody go. Hold on. Um, I, you think sign. Did, did you just say I, that, I, that you think the Dodgers lineup is anemic? You don't think the Dodgers have a good lineup? Did I hear you correctly? Cody's like, he's an automatic out. Well, you hold on. I have a, th- I have a, you know what, Mitch? You got me thinking of something, which is our, which is another conversation. Yeah, so I, I will agree yeah, with this, a, however. <laughs> Aaron Judge has limited options because you know he's going to get paid. So how many teams are actually willing and able to pay that much? It's like the Dodgers it's are like, one. It's of like them. Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, That's, maybe the Giants or the Cubs, or if the Cubs want to rebuild. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Um, hold that thought, Mitch, because let's go to Kyle in Virginia Beach. Kyle, what's up, man? So, you, uh, first of all, biggest mistake, parents think I ruined, also with the Dodge Caravan. Uh, <laughs> it was snowing in Virginia Beach. It doesn't do that very often. Uh, back, uh, ran into the back of my neighbor, tore up the caravan. Dad made me help him rebuild it at a pick and pull. Fun lesson. Uh, but I will say, when we're talking about injuries and the hit-by-pitch, I mean, I went to George Mason. I'm a Bryce Harper fan because of the National. Yeah. But that's just, it's not, what can you say? It's not predictable. I get that. But as a, I'm also a Nuggets fan. That's a long story that I can't tell right now. But Jokic won the MVP based off longevity. 
you got to think about Joel Embiid, though. Joel Embiid had unavoidable injuries, just broke down, and he just couldn't play a full season. This has been the same story the past few years. Were any, was any of that avoidable? I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But as far as when it comes to unavoidable injuries, I think getting hit by a pitch and also having a bad knee or messing up your back on a regular routine play is kind of the same thing, you know? No, no, I look no, at that yeah. as health and conditioning. Yeah, you could say uh, condition. And Kyle, uh, thank you for sparing us the story of why you became a Nuggets fan. I'm, I'm <laughs> on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'll never know. I mean, I'm, I've been, How man, am I going to sleep tonight? Why is Kyle root for Denver? <laughs> what the hell? I have a quick destruction story for yeah. you guys. Let's hear it. I set our fence on fire. When I was six years old in Rialto, California, here in SoCal, it it had a fresh coat of lacquer, which as a little kid, you don't know what that is. And my older brother and I, we were playing with matches and got one up on the lacquer. <laughs> that fence went up fast and quick and furious. And uh, the fire trucks came. They put the fire out. My mom had the fire chief have a stern conversation with my older brother and I. We were both standing there scared to death, peeing our pants. Didn't Marty McFly light his living room carpet on fire? He did. And he told George McFly to, yeah, uh, to go easy go on easy him. On yeah. Him. yeah, see? All right. Thanks for the calls, everybody. Kavino and Rich. Now, Kavino. Well, I was going to tell my story about my dad. My dad had this Babe Ruth ball that he kept in his office. Oh, yeah? And oh, it was like his prized possession, and we needed an extra baseball to play with, so I... <sighs> I just happened to take it. And you sh- you I sure yeah, Is I that your story? Yeah, no, and, and I, I hit this. I actually hit a bomb no. into someone else's yard, and his dog got a hold of it. No, I don't. Th- I don't that's, that's a really good story, bro. I don't think that's your story. <laughs> it's a good one. And then, like, my dad was like, "What happened to my Babe Ruth ball?" And I was like, "Oh, dad, well, my dad's gonna kill me." Sounds familiar. Yeah, I do have a story though, Rich. This is I have one story, okay. and if you've ever heard my pa- our Patreon, Cavino and Rich, you know the story. Yeah. It's a quick one. There was some some kid I was friends with. He was a Puerto Rican kid. I'm still friends with him, right? He's from my hometown. He was on my Little League team, and his name was Double Diaz. And what's ironic about it is I've never seen – I never saw him hit a double ever, but that's how he introduced himself. Hey, I'm Double Diaz. I'm like, like, why do you call yourself Double Diaz? Like, I hit a lot of doubles. I'm like, that's funny. I've never seen you hit one. Long story short, we're roughhousing like little kids do, like little boys do, like Little League days, right? Yeah. And we're playing with those disc guns. I've told you the story. You know those those disc guns were the pharmacy disc guns. They were the best. They were the best toy gun. I was convinced that the color, I was convinced the different colored discs went at different speeds. But dude, I never played with kids on this level of playing. Like he was doing army crawls. Like this kid was like really next level. Like getting into it. Like yo, we're really getting to this play session, right? So he's, 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 he's like, come on, man. Double Diaz says, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, enemies attack. I don't know. We were playing, like, wars. I don't even know what we were doing. Like, shooting He-Man. I don't know what we were doing, right? Slow down, Double Diaz. Long story short, Double Diaz didn't care about household rules or anything like that. He was just, like, kind of a crazy kid. And it was, like, the first time he'd ever been over my house. This kid was like, come on, let's go, let's go. So we're, like, army crawling across my bedroom. He's at the top of the stairs and jumps from the top of the stairs down to the bottom of the stairs and then jumps through into the basement. So he fell through the steps. I love it. And then he was like, his feet were hanging in the steps, like, hey, help me! Ah! Dude, I ran down. I was panicking. So I ran down into the basement. And all I saw was his feet, like, kicking because he, be- he was stuck between the floor and the steps. So he jumped through the steps to the basement. Hmm. And I was like, my, my parents are going to kill me. True story. Double DS. The story, the legendary story of Double DS. And he grew up to be. No, he grew up to be a PMX uh, <laughs> rider, for sure.
DMX. Uh, yeah. BMX. Hey, uh, want to go? Want to go to <laughs> Steve? Want to go to DMX rider? A DMX rider. Yeah, it was a rough rider. A rough rider. Yeah. Uh, let's go to our buddy Steve DeSager. What's up, Steve? Hello. By the way, Bryce Harper last night was kind of blaming himself for getting hit because he had previously in his career been hit in the face with a fastball. He said last night, "I kind of wish this one hit me in the face." Yeah. Because I was kind of in protection mode a little bit. He said, trying to get my hand up there and not let it hit me up there oh, again. Such a such a bad break for that team. Uh, Quite literally. Not, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, not, no pun intended, because, you know, um, they're not in the mix, but, you know, the, the Phillies got hot a few weeks ago, and, you know, without Bryce Harper, that's a momentum killer. Absolutely. And when they didn't have Harper just recently for a few games, it was five runs total in three games. So they really need Nick Castellanos to finally hit. He had four mm-hmm. hits today. They came back and won at San Diego 8-5, but this is the day that Harper was placed on the injured list after last night's broken thumb. And speaking of San Diego, there's a hey, lot the way, of star do you know injuries. Do you know who's uh, filling in for Bryce Harper? Oh, double double, double DS. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> See, there, it comes full circle. They call them up. Nope. Still hasn't hit one. Yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr., by the way, showed up in spring training with his fractured wrist, and a reporter asked him about what uh, you know the accident in the off season. Tell me about it, and his reply was, "Which one?" So you know. <laughs> Uh, the Machado and the Betts injuries, those are also wow. completely avoidable. Betts ran into his own center fielder making a catch. I mean, Machado trying to beat out a ground ball last weekend, lunges for first base, lands on top of the oh. bag and slipped and turned his ankle. What's, what's, what's the injury that annoyed you the most? for any team that you rooted for, or maybe not you rooted for. I remember when, uh, at the, towards the end of his career, Cespedes, didn't he fall didn't in he a fall? hole? Yeah. yeah, he fell in a hole by, by, by like that a, a, a boar like dug or something. He was on a farm. And no, like, <laughs> Kendry Morales is yeah. the worst. Oh, Angels. Okay, well, oh yeah, when Kendry Morales like had a walk off and then yeah. jumped on home plate. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, Ooh. that was the worst landing in oh. major league history. I'm sure that yeah. was one of those Fox Saturday games, oh. and it was everybody surrounding home plate first oh. because they won. I think it was a walk-off grand slam and then surrounding because, oh my goodness, this guy's out for the year. What a landing. And by the way, Steve, talk about like the effect that play had because now you realize like every guy is sort of a little careful. Or should be. Yeah, or should be. But like, like I feel like you see guys, you know, a little cautious now when they when they hit home plate now in a walk-off. The Machado thing last weekend, how do you not touch the corner of the bag? Oh. How do you I not know. touch the nearest part of the base if what you're trying to do is beat the throw uh, to the base? I know. Uh, well, Bryce Harper, remember a couple years ago? Yep. On top of the bag, it had been raining, slipped, and you know, they initially thought that was like ACL injury or something, but there's just been a goal scored in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final, assuming it stands after review. The Avalanche have taken the lead at Tampa Bay 2-1 to one oh, in the second ooh, inning. Ooh. Avs leading the series three games to two and trying to close things out tonight. Colorado was 7-0 and on the road this postseason until this series. Seven and a half to go, second period. Colorado 2-1 leading at Tampa Bay on the scoreboard. NASCAR's in a very long lightning and rain delay in Nashville, and they're just before the halfway point, so it's not yet an official race. They will try to wait this one out. They were on lap 140 out of the 300 scheduled. NBC has already said we're done NASCAR for the night. Yep. You can find it on some other channel, but there's no way we're sticking with this through the rest of primetime. Xander Shoffley won the Travelers by two strokes. Patrick Cantley shot a final round 76 and fell to a tie for 13th place. 
And by the way, the goal does officially count, adds up 2-1 in the second. To baseball, Braves lead at the seventh inning stretch, 1-0 over the Dodgers. Tonight, starting pitcher in Atlanta, Spencer Strider, six scoreless innings, seven strikeouts, no walks, going up against LA's 9-0 Tony Gonsolin, who we assume will be in the All-Star game at Dodger Stadium next month. The Angels were 2-1 winners over Seattle. There was a brawl in the second inning after a hit batter. Eight were kicked out, four from each team. The game was delayed over 15 minutes. The Phillies and mentioned the comeback win at San Diego. They were down 5-2 going to the fifth. 8-5 Philadelphia the final. Kyle Schwarber, a three-run homer for the lead in the top of the seventh. Kyle Schwarber has 21 home runs while he's batting 219. Miami hit a solo homer bottom of the ninth to beat the Mets 3-2. The Yankees in 10 innings down Houston 6-3 on a homer by Aaron Judge, his 28th of the season. The Yankees had lost two straight against Houston. They were 52-18 and before this week. In fact, the Yankees hadn't lost two straight games in almost a month. Boston won at seventh straight, 8-3 at Cleveland. Rich Hill pitched six innings for the win. There was a stat last night that the Red Sox, something like 16-4 and four for the month and only had gained half game on the Yankees in that all time. <laughs> Minnesota with a win, and while Cleveland lost at home, Twins up two games over Cleveland in the AL Central. Back to you. Thank you, Steve. You know, if uh, it's so wild how good the Yankees were playing this year. Covino. If the Yankees, who have 89 games left, if the Yankees, who have 89 games left, think about this, if they play one game under 500, if the Yankees go 44 and 45 over the final 89 games, they'd still win 97 games on the season. Incredible, yeah. It's that kind of season. Like, you jump out to such a hot start the way the Yankees have in this first half where the Yankees could play average at best baseball and still win 100 games. The Yankees could play roughly 500 ball and, and be a 100-win team. That's how dominant they have been so far. And you saw it today. Well, you're seeing that they're human, right? But they're also yeah. playing tougher teams. They're playing the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Astros. So, you know, and they split a series today yeah. with the Astros. Now, something that Caller said a few minutes ago, I want to go back to it because he was complaining about the Dodgers lineup. Meanwhile, the Dodgers have, I'm pretty sure, the second best record in the National League right now. And I started talking to Danny G and Bobo, who are watching the Dodgers, Braves in the background right now. I said, each team, each sport, if you're a fan, do we all complain about the same things? And I think the answer is a resounding yes. If you're a baseball fan, what does every fan say? Oh, my team's bullpen stinks! Well, even if your team is solid, you're going to harp on the one dude that is struggling. Like, you know, not to bring it back to the Yankees, but, but you they will. can't but stop you, but you complaining. Will. You will. No, because but it's a great will. example, right? Because who could, it's, like the, it's like the Dodgers. Who could complain about that? But you talk to any Yankees fan, they're like, freaking Gallo sucks. You know, that's, that's the weak part, the weak link that they're going to focus on. The, the Mets, the best team in the National League right now. I have friends that are like, their bullpen stinks. I'm like, everyone thinks their bullpen stinks in basketball. You know what it is in basketball? Bobo hit a nail on the head. Defense. Everyone's like, my team. Yo, if this team would play some defense. Everyone in the NBA thinks their team plays no defense. And then in football, what does everyone say? Same complaints all the time. Can't cover anybody. This guy, what's with the secondary? They, 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 where was the guy? They, they're not covering anybody. 
How is Devontae Adams wide open? How? Oh, my God. You're, you're going to let Debo Samuel just do that? Everyone thinks their team's secondary stinks. Everyone thinks their team's bullpen stinks. And everyone thinks their team plays bad defense. It is universal. So if you think your team has a bad bullpen, go to go to the internet and play with uh, the old Google for a second and look up blown saves and everything. And you'll be like, oh, my team's middle of the pack. Everyone thinks their team. Yeah, everyone feels that way. Unless you rooted for the Padres when they had Trevor Hoffman or the Yankees when they had Mo Rivera, everyone thinks their closer makes them sweat. Everyone thinks their bullpen stinks. Everyone thinks their team plays no defense. And everyone thinks their secondary gives up big plays. It's just what it's part of being a fan. The end. I Agreed. think you could sum it up that way. There it is. Now, boom. Um, boom. But as a fan, you know, you just, it, it's such as life, you know, like you could have people singing your praise all the time, whether it be on social media, at the workplace, or whatever. What stands out is the one negative comment or that one negative thing. So you, you as a person just are always looking for something to complain about. No doubt. No, honestly, think about it. And, and in sports other than football, right? Because football, you have such a shorter schedule, 17 games. In baseball, you're going to lose to bad teams. And fans get all fired up. Like, ah, we, we lost to the Cubs. The Cubs stink. It's like, yeah, but the Cubs are still going to win 60 games. and they st- So they're going to beat 60 teams. It's, a, it's human nature, I guess. Yeah. Just, love so to just, just know stuff. that whatever you're complaining about right now as a sports fan, your team's secondary stinks. Oh, your offensive line. Eh, we all have the same complaints just about our team. Same way with wives and kids and everything. Oh, you do what my kids do? Everyone's kids do that. Yeah, my you wife know, does it. Everyone's you, wife does it. You know what that. we're going to complain about in a few weeks? Uh, the fireworks were better last year. <laughs> that is true. People are going to say that. <laughs> all right, we have more Cavino and Rich next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back to Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio with Bobo, Danny G, Spotty, Steve DeSager, and of course, your hosts, Cavino and Rich. Steve Cavino, I'm here in Jersey, live from the East Coast, visiting family. 
Went to the Yankees game. Rich Davis live from the West Side. Together we form the show. 877-99 on Fox is our number. Hit us up at Covino and Rich. I'm reading the uh, I'm reading the feedback on yeah. Twitter at Covino and Rich. Someone made a great point earlier in the show. We were talking about rivalries and how sometimes even the best ones die for a time period and then they oh, come thanks. back. I made that point. It's a great point. Nah, I'm not going to give you the credit. I'll give someone else the credit. What's the What's the fun in giving you the credit when we can be the most interactive show and give other people credit? How about that? Well, who else said it? James Barringer hit us up, and he said okay. the Duke-UNC rivalry was dead for almost a decade because UNC stunk, you know? Things have changed, but a lot of times you need both teams to sort of remain good. Otherwise, yeah, so much for the rivalry. It, it, does a rivalry matter when one of the teams stinks? No, it's true, James. Makes a good point. Like, like right now, Cardinals, Cubs, great Midwest, you know, NL Central. Well, the Cubs stink right now, so what does that matter? Yeah, it's just the media hypes it, and there's really no, there's really no rivalry yeah. there. And uh, that is in reference to our earlier story about the Yankees and Red Sox rivalry sort of dead. It's the, it's the Yankees Astros right now. Yeah, really those, is. those and, are the and, teams. And the theory is rivalries come and go. Yeah. Now we were t- we were talking about uh, we were talking about things that you think only happen to your teams, but then. The reality is everyone feels this way. Oh, my team's bullpen stinks. Oh, my team's secondary can't cover anybody. Oh, my, the offensive line stinks. My quarterback my, my has team, no time. My team can't stay healthy. I mean, your Mets especially. Oh, I thought they're, that they're for years. For yeah. yeah, and I, I always thought it was just me, but everyone's like, no, I feel the same way. In yeah. basketball, if my team played a little defense, everyone thinks their complaints are unique to their team, but I promise you, everyone thinks their closer stinks. Everyone thinks their bullpen is shaky. Everyone thinks... That, you know, their slugger is, uh, you know, strikes out a lot. It's just everyone has the same complaints. And I thought of another one as I watch Travis Darno on the Atlanta Braves. Everyone thinks that when a guy leaves their team, oh, now he's good. And when a star, and when a star comes to your team, you're like, he used to be good. Like, and I'm because I, I looked at the initial All Star balloting for uh, yeah. for this year's All Star game out here in Los Angeles, and Travis Darno, I think, is first or second in NL catchers. And I'm like, do you mean the guy that stunk for the Mets that couldn't really do anything? Nail on the head. The minute that guy leaves your team, it seems like he's jacked. He's wearing like elbow armor and he's hitting bombs. It's like yeah. he has a whole different vibe about him. Yeah, and then the guy who's supposed to be good comes to your team and he stinks. I'm with you. Everybody feels the same way. We let that guy go. He has yeah. 15 wins. He's a he's an all-star pitcher. What? <laughs> it happens all the time. That's a great one. You yeah. get a guy, you're used to seeing him hit 280, 330 home runs. You're like, oh, now he's on my team, and uh, he hits 240 and has 16 home runs. Nail on head for real. So there you have it. Uh, I have a thought about expectations, and I'm going to tell you, not you, Kavino, the collective you. That we need to step it up. We need you to. S- we need to step up our expectations of what we think is funny, what we think is, oh man, that's great. Because I think we hold comedians, I, I think we hold celebrities and athletes to such a low standard when it comes to humor and entertainment. And I have a theory that I'm going to break out next that you're going to say, man, Rich Davis, you really nailed it. So you stay right there. We have more Covino and Rich. And by the way, hit us up with anything at Covino and Rich. Love to chat with you guys. Fox Sports Sunday. Hang tight. 
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Bring it Bring it ish. Uh, your buds, Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports, Sunday, getting ready for another action-packed, re- action-packed week. Hold on, I'm, let me write this down, because this is a story that I just saw that it's going to lose my mind over, Kavino. Um, well, you should also remind the Fox Sports Radio Nation yeah. that we'll be on the next few days. Well, you'll be on, and then I'll join you on Tuesday. Can't. Wait, yeah, filling in for Doug Gottlieb the next couple days. So, hey, hang with us. Cavino and Rich, going to be fun. I can promise you that. Um, I said before we went to break, I said, expectations. I feel like sometimes people expect a lot. And then there's other times where people expect so little. I think one of the times where people expect so little is when it comes to celebrities and athletes being funny. Have you noticed that, Cove? The bar is low. I mean, it's a lot of courtesy laughs because a lot of these people are just surrounded by yes people. And <laughs> everything he says is so funny. <laughs> it's like when someone goes on a late night show, they tell a pretty mediocre average story. And Jimmy Fallon or whoever's like, oh, and the crowd's all belly laughing. I'm like, that story's not that funny. Yeah, it's almost like a forced pressure to laugh because they're a celebrity, but they're not really bringing down the house. I have a story of it. I just experienced this recently, and I say this with all due respect. On SiriusXM, I work for Ozzy's Boneyard on the weekends, right? I do the rock stuff. I'm on Lithium, Turbo, and Boneyard. Again, Cavino. That's Rich. God, Fox Sports Radio. The guy knows sports and music? Who's better than Steve Cavino? I mean, come on. (laughs) And he's a Yankees fan? Oh, he's a Yankees fan? So I went to this Ozzy Osbourne (laughs) listening party, exclusive invite. I got to hear his new album before anybody else. And he recently got a surgery, so Sharon was there on his behalf. Is it it true that not only did you leave the Yankee game early today and missed Aaron Judge's home run, didn't you also leave the Ozzy listening party early because it was in downtown L.A. and you were worried about your car? And also trying to beat traffic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm allergic to traffic, clearly. Clearly, you're the guy yeah. that leaves things before they get good. 
Exactly. But um, at this listening party, Sharon was there, and she's a bit of a firecracker. Right. Sharon! Sharon! Right. And, and she's full of personality. Don't get it twisted. But what I witnessed was everybody there laughing at everything she said. And it's not like she's up there like Sebastian Maniscalco. It's not, it's not like she's up there doing a comedy routine. It's just that pressure to laugh because she's Sharon and she's a celebrity. Like she would refer to the producer of the album like, he's just a little twit. You know, like, oh, whoa, she said whoa. twit. Whoa, oh, Man. Oh, oh, you're bringing down the house. But it's like a forced laughter because she's a celebrity. And is she funnier and, and more of a firecracker than the average person? Yeah. Of course. But she's not saying anything that funny. But you would have thought she was, you know, one of the kings of comedy with Steve I'm, Harvey. I mean, it's not Bill Burr. Right. It's not Dave Chappelle. It's it's Sharon Osbourne. And, and like I said, not, not to pick on her, it's any late night talk show host. It's a courtesy. It really is. And or you're just like giving people too much credit for having just a bit more personality than the average person. Well, I got thinking about something, and I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm playing softball out here in L.A., trying to stay active. I know a lot of guys, a lot of women play softball, play rec sports. You know, just get out there, right? Now, I play in a league where there's a guy that brings like a portable boombox where all the guys have walk-up music. I know you might say, for softball? Yeah, at first I'm like, what? It's actually pretty funny. And I start talking to one of my buddies, saying, hey, have you ever seen the Savannah Bananas? These guys are dancing between pitches. There's a guy that walked up, took a couple swings with a bat that was on fire. There was one guy How that... about the, the pitcher that's on stilts? Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I'm not expecting that in Major League Baseball. But my point was, we... Know the way to make people laugh and smile in baseball. We just choose not to do it. I said, when was the last time a Major League Baseball player did something that made you genuinely like laugh or smile? And I'm like, that's a really good question. He goes, oh, Will Smith on the, on the Dodgers. He walks up to the plate to the Fresh Prince theme. And I'm like, that's the expectation? That's funny? Our bar because, is so again, low. We don't expect, yeah, the bar is very low because we, well, especially in baseball, right? And and we've also been conditioned in other sports to not assume that they're going to show and lead with a lot of personality and be funny. And we don't expect our athletes to have personality outside of the game. We're seeing that change in other sports, in the NBA. Oh, my football. God. Look at Draymond Green in the NBA right. Finals. This guy gave you more sound bites in a week than anyone in Major League Baseball combined gave you through the first 80-something games. And not to backtrack, but the Savannah Bananas, they go viral because there really is no fun in baseball in, in these ways because it's taken so seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing. <laughs> I wanted to give credit to Eric yeah. Burns, too, because he was always a baseball player with a lot of personality, yeah. and he's the manager of that team, I believe. Yeah, I'm not saying that major league players should be on stilts with flaming bats and doing uh, TikTok dances on the infield. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying we should play like a, you know, like a coastal league like the Savannah Bananas. But what I'm saying is, if there was, this is my theory, back me up or not, if there was a player that wanted to make an immediate impact in major league baseball, there's the widest gap ever. For some guy to be Captain Charisma of the MLB. If some guy said, you know what? Every time I come up to the plate, 
every time I want a different old school hip hop song and he starts like strutting up to the plate or he's like, you know what I'm going to do? Every time I get up to the, every time I come out on the batter's box, to the batter's box, play me a 1990s cartoon theme, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck. What People would talk about it. That's how much baseball's thirsting for some type of personality. Think about the headline recently, the Angels went into a big slump. And someone came up with the the brilliant idea that went viral. Hey, we know how to get the angels out of this slump. Everybody tonight is walking up to Nickelback. And it was like, (laughs) (laughs) but funny, but not really laugh out loud funny, but funny in the sports world. Yeah, that made headlines. Uh, You're right. You know what it's not? It's, It's not funny. It's sports funny. Sports funny. Sports funny. Because sports and celebrity have a very low bar of funny. Wow, Will Smith of the Dodgers walked up to the plate with uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the background. Oh, man! That's, is it really that funny? No, but in, in, in the world of sports, where no one really says much of anything, you right? what I saw recently? Again, this is a good example of this. And props to our old colleague, Alexa Datt, formerly of the MLB Network, is now one of the hosts for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. Alexa Datt was interviewing TJ McFarland, and TJ McFarland was like really putting himself out there, like doing a, a Harry Carey impression, but he was real, like he committed to it. So he, he announced the lineup, but in Harry Carey impression, like he was doing like an impression of, of Will Farrell doing it basically, but you don't normally see that much personality from a big leaguer. That's, why, that's why a guy like Joey Votto right. stands out to me. That's why. That's why I'm telling you, if uh, if you want to make your mark, like in the NBA, there's so many guys with personality and drama and guys that tweet, guys that fight. It would be hard to break through. If you're a Major League Baseball player, you don't even need to be the best. And it's not even, you can't even say it's a distraction. You could say, hey, you know what I like to do? I'm playing a kid's game and I make a living and I love the game and I'm just having fun. But no one really wants to put themselves Dude, out some there. Some guy came out there with a little personality. Like, I don't know. Give, give me any baseball. I, I'll give you Just one. Give I'll give you one. No, I'll give you one. In the 90s. Yeah. It was wild and crazy when Turk Wendell would throw down the rosin bag. Whoa! Like, is that real? Like, is that like maniac behavior? Or did he just have a glimpse of, like, funny personality? I mean, look how New York is running wild with the nasty Nestor thing because he has a mustache. Like, it's, it doesn't take a lot. Dude. Like, it would take one guy who's a little all color, you know, like, give me just another average fella in the big leagues, Rich. Give me every any average name. Uh, Eduardo Escobar. Okay. Eduardo Escobar comes out and he's like, I'm feeling wild and crazy. Uh, I no longer go by Eduardo Escobar. I want the, I want you to call me T-Bone. It, and, like, people are like, whoa, T-Bone mania. Hilarious. Yeah. It's, 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 it it's really one. bad. Yeah. No, I saw a funny clip because this. Uh, I'm t- All right, now mania. hold on, hold on. Now T-bone I want, mania with I, the Mets. I want you to tell me, sports funny? They throw stakes on the field. Sport it would be sports funny. Sports funny. You rarely see it. It would stand out so much because you see so little personality. Yeah. Sports funny or real funny? Two days ago, the Mets beat the Marlins. And when everyone's shaking hands at the end, doing the little walk, you know, walking the line, the high fives, little fist bumps. A couple of the, I think Lindor and Escobar and a couple of the guys were jokingly trying to rip off Buckshell Walters' windbreaker. And he's like, stop it, guys. And they're like, you know, they were like, try. And I, honestly, every New York outlet retweeted it like it was uh, like Rodney Dangerfield. 
I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no surprise that baseball needs more personality. I mean, how many when you watch old blooper videos and like baseball, <laughs> funny side up, like how many times could they go to the the hot foot and all the stupid pranks they pull in baseball? Roger, like, Mc, Roger McDowell's hot foot is, is still on the reel. <laughs> like they're still showing the hot foot from 1986 when, where they light someone's cleat on fire. It's when, like, or when Rick Dempsey's like you know in, in the middle of a rain delay. Uh, sliding that like a slip of sl- slip and slide. What about the, like, when the guy got mauled by the tiger at second base? Well, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Spot, I think that was but, naked. Gun. Oh, that was naked gun. That was naked gun. Yeah. Or when but the guy again, went up to the wall and his head fell off. Uh, naked gun. Also, oh, that was yeah, also naked, naked gun. gun. Oh, that's Enrique <laughs> Palazzo. What about when the guy got hit by a sedan at shortstop? Oh wait, no, that was oh, also, that was also that was naked gun. <laughs> but the point is, there's funny, and then there's like almost. I don't want to say sports funny. It's like baseball well, funny, and baseball funny's never like, really that funny. Say what you will about Jeter being the. You know, I know you think he's the greatest player ever. He, I, my wet sock, my sweaty wet sock had more personality than he did when he played. And now even just he's showing the glimpse of personality on social media. Yeah, Everyone's Jeter like, being, oh my God, yeah, Jeter Jeter's being great. Like, Jeter being like, oh, you know, crazy day. I'm a girl dad, three girls. Like he's showing more personality no, dude, the last month than he did in 20 years as a Yankee. He stuck his tongue out with his beautiful wife on an Instagram post recently. Oh my God. Like, Yo, it's Jeter. so great. Seeing the funny side of Jeter's like he stuck his tongue out. Stuck his tongue out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. Look it up. Look it up. Man, I'm not that, even Jeter's, kidding. that Jeter's crazy. What a, what a what a clown. He's got an arrow through his Slow head down. like he's uh, Steve Martin in the 80s. Because why, well, Rich? It goes back to your original point. Our expectations are so, so low. My, with, my, my with, point. With certain celebrities and certain athletes. My point is that if there is a major league baseball player that wanted to be the funny guy. It really would take so little to break through. You're to not stand out. You're yeah. not you're not competing in the NBA where everyone's on social media, trash talking, everyone's trying to do a podcast. Major League Baseball it's and I'm a huge baseball fan. The funny factor no one's doing a half hour on Comedy Central or no one's getting a Netflix special, I'll tell you that. No one, it's not even like funny, Rich. It's almost like personality. You know, you don't have to be Bringing the laughers all the time, but it's like, yo, he's really a, a character full of personality. Bro, when, when Pete Alonso says LFMG, why do I always mess it up? <laughs> LFGM. When he throws in the F, which we know it stands for, let's F and go Mets. When he's like, hey, when they're interviewing him after the game, after like he has a walk off, hey, Pete Alonso, he'll be like, hey, everybody. LFGM. Everyone's everyone thinks he's like a maniac. Like, oh, oh man, <laughs> what a what a crazy guy. Oh. Yeah, I mean our expectations are really low, and and we like we laugh when no laugh is really warranted. Yeah, the uh, you know you know who is such an opening for for that person. Why am I drawing a blank? Please tell me who the funniest player was in the AL. I don't think he's playing anymore. The highlight reels of him like just goofing around with players when he's on like first base. It wasn't Miggy. It was oh, oh, it was uh, Texas Rangers. Um, yeah, come on, Texas Rangers. We're gonna play this game. Bombs. We were trying we try to figure oh, it out. Not use Nelson, our brains. Not Nelson Cruz. Don't Google. Texas oh. Rangers guys. Dominican. Who Pretty could sure. it be now? Oh my God! I'm drawing now. Yeah, men at work. Yes, I would know too. Um, well, while we think of his name. Because we're both blanking. Well, I'm blanking because you put me on a spot. It's, Otherwise, I would have known. It's so rare. I watch. You know what I watch a lot of, Kavino? I watch a lot of MLB mic'd up. And know what it reminds me of? That they've taken five minutes, and that's the best five. 
So if you watch five minutes of like, I don't know, uh, Lindor mic'd up, the best five minutes, that means they had him mic'd up for four hours. And they thought that was the best five minutes, and you might have like one or two funny little moments. So I'm telling you, baseball just uh, has a wide open place for the next jokester, the, the next personality, the next guy that if he's any good on the field, will be a star with endorsements. But no one wants to be that guy for some reason. Well, I don't they're, know. They're sort of angling Nasty Nestor to mm, be that stop guy. Stop it. I've never heard of it. Outside of you, I, I'm being you serious. You haven't seen his MLB open uh, mics? I'm being serious. Outside, outside of you. Look I've heard up. very few baseball friends of mine talk about Nasty Nestor. Yeah, You're a Yankees Yankee fan? Haters. Yankee, yeah, people are Yankee haters. Uh, right. Were you guys thinking of uh, Beltre, by the way? Yes! yes. Okay. Adrian Beltre. He's the guy that, man, he played with a lot of fun, didn't he? Yeah, there's like YouTube videos. Yes, like where, big compilations, yeah, like his funniest yeah. moments. Like, it just, if there were more guys like him. Again, dude, played with, you don't have to be a childlike fun. Played with personality. You know, yeah. and there was a personality there. And we're stating the obvious. That's where baseball lacks. All right. Well, we're going to take your phone calls in a second. So Jules in Texas, hang on. Everyone else, hang on. 877-99 on Fox. More Kavino and Rich next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Kavino and Rich. Welcome back to the show. Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Sunday, Fox Sports Radio. Tomorrow, I'll be traveling back to the West Side. (laughs) So, Rich will be filling in for Doug Gottlieb, but I'll be joining Rich on Tuesday. Kavino and Rich in for Doug Gottlieb. So, listen out. Monday and Tuesday. Nice. For a little bit of what we do here on Fox Sports Radio. It's a pleasure being here Sunday night. Hope you're having a great weekend. Remember to hit us up at Covino and Rich. FoxSportsRadio.com. Shout out to the iHeartRadio app and SXM83, of course, Bobo, Danny G, Steve DeSager, Spotty, and you guys for hanging. We appreciate you very much. Got to ask how you feel about Jansen, guys, closing out against the Dodgers. Bobo, Danny G, does he – because I remember when he was on the Dodgers, you guys felt like he blew every save. What about now? 
Well, last night I was screaming at the TV. I was like, come on, let's get some of the runs back that he blew for us. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, uh, he's got two outs in the ninth. Dodgers. Uh, I can't say what I want to say on the radio. Being held scoreless tonight. Uh, two nothing. Hey, Braves. Braves are creeping up on the Mets. They're four out if they uh, if they win tonight. Four, Yeah, four out. Mets lost today. So Yeah, we talked about this weeks ago, the Major League Baseball teams are popping this season, though. The ones that are good seem to be really good, and then yeah. you got the garbage. Yeah, yep. honestly, you could already – We uh, during the break, we, we were saying how yeah, Mets, Dodgers, Braves, you know, Cardinals, Brewers, Yankees, Astros. Like, you could tell the playoffs right now for the most part, right? Like, Yeah, still wondering about the Twins and the Guardians, but other than that, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to your phone calls. We'll start with Jules in Texas. Uh, we were talking a little bit about – the, the low expectations we have for funny when it comes to celebrities and sports. What's up, Jules? Hey, Jules. So I'm talking about the lousy job that the coach coaching for Boston Celtics versus the San Francisco Warriors. <laughs> That's what you called about? It's just, it's just, it's just pathetic. Are you a couple weeks late to that party? <laughs> Shared complaints. No, yeah. sir. I just, I want to talk about sports, not about personality. Well, I want to talk about personality. Damn. Okay. <laughs> so, Sounds like we're having an old-fashioned standoff here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're, we're a couple weeks late. Let me ask you this, Jules, if you want to talk about sports and no personality whatsoever. Do you think Kyrie to the Lakers makes any difference whatsoever? Because I'm seeing a lot of headlines, a lot of people chirping, saying, oh, if Kyrie comes to the Lakers, you know, they're contending. And I'm thinking, this is a team that didn't make the playoffs. Playoffs? Do they have two buttons? Do they have two bodies that will bang underneath? That's uh, I don't. Uh, he sounds said, personal. He said bang yeah. underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Lakers only have a six million dollar mid level exception right now, so you know Kyrie wants what thirty to forty three million a season. I mean, the Lakers would have to do some crazy mathematic genius moves to move. Russell Westbrook away and clear some some cap space because there's no way they could afford Kyrie right now. What you're saying remember, is uh, he, he threw out a list. Will be he needed. threw out a list of teams that he wanted to be on. Like, you know, if the Lakers were to make that move, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if, if he sort of said, "No, the Lakers are the team I really want to play for." Yeah, he's got his options open. But Kavino, last year going into the season, Vegas odds, even with LeBron and his aged friends, Russ, Carmelo. You know, we were, think th- we, were thinking, we were thinking that Anthony Davis was going to be healthy the whole year. They were a top two to three team that was favored to win the NBA title. They did not make the playoffs. So if you think a new coach and adding Kyrie is the answer where they go from not making the playoffs to winning the NBA title, that you're, you're giving Kyrie that then Kyrie should be the MVP of the league if that's the case. It's a bad formula, especially when you see how the Golden State Warriors handle business, right? I mean, yeah. you saw how they won this year, and you see how they have all these up-and-comers, all these these young dudes who are next in line to, to carry on the legacy. You know, you just can't cut and paste and build a Frankenstein team like that and expect it to be great. That make you feel uh, better, Jules? Uh, Mark <laughs> in Virginia. What's up, Mark? Yeah, how you doing? Um, What's up? You're talking about personalities. I was bringing up Mark Didrich of the Tigers. Is he is he bringing? Is this guy fun? 
Oh yeah, oh. legendary. Yeah, he's legendary. A, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he has to go so many years back. I mean, to even think about. I, I feel like I feel like on all those. Let's talk about the Mark. Uh, let's talk about the Mad Hang- Hungarian. No, but I feel you know like, I mean? like I feel like by mentioning him, you're right. You're you're bringing up like the old Warner Wolf plays of the year, and like uh, here, let's look at uh, this guy sliding on the on the tarp during a rain delay. You're right. It's you have to go so far back. Yeah. What about today? Right. That's what we want. Super Rashide. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, man? Good to hear your voice. What's up? Hey, buddy. Man, just enjoying the summertime. Yeah. And all that good stuff. I appreciate you guys. I, I, I couldn't believe I was listening to you guys earlier. It was nothing but baseball. I was like, whoa. I, I hate to break the news to you, but it's baseball season. Yeah, and, and, and I'll be honest, there's not really much else going on there. Unless you, yeah, we'll, we'll get into some more football offseason stuff, but it's sort of a, it's sort of a dead week. Are you kidding me? This is some of the greatest news that's going on for basketball. Basketball has a lot of intrigue, drama, all type Ooh, of stuff. Going you know on. what? There, there's a there's a story, Super C Day, that I wanted to bring up that had to do with basketball. So go on. Well, let me start with the Lakers first of all before I get to the Kyrie situation. You guys are over in Cali, right? Yeah. Do you have any insight on what Genie Bus is waiting for to bring back Magic Johnson? Because here's the thing, Rob Palenka. Who's that? Kobe Bryant's little tag-along brother, Rob Palenka, the bench warmer for the Fab Five. I don't think he's going to get it done. He's not going to get it done. Not over the great Magic Johnson. I don't have any. Insi- Johnson- I don't have any insight right now. Super C Day because that's going to be on season yeah. nine of uh, Winning Time. That- yeah, Magic- <laughs> speak, for, speak for yourself because I'm sending her a DM as we speak. Yeah, okay. Oh. Uh, ooh, Genie yeah. Bus oh. and Camino, huh? Sliding. Trying to get the scoop for you guys. Sliding yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Super Reseda. I'm sorry. Want to go back to Reseda? What's up, man? Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say is Magic Johnson has to come back because he started He started the monstrosity. He, start, he started this creation. So why not go back to the person who really really set it off? You're going to have to bring back Magic, I think, one of the key components to make this thing happen for the Lakers. And as far as Kyrie going over there, I don't see it happening because KD going to be like, look, if I can't roll over to the Lakers too, Ain't no sense of you going over there, bro, because I feel like those two are destined to prove a point. They want to prove what's his name? That guy that um jumped ship with, with the with the crazy looking beard too quickly. Uh, oh. James Harden. Yes. Jumped, he jumped ship way too quickly and people are not really uh, checking this guy thoroughly enough. Like, bro, you just left with the quickness. They want to prove a point. Those two are going to want to prove a point to James Harden. Like, bro, you, you should have hung in there with us. We, you know, we can make. No, about that. I, I mean, I think KD might want to prove a point, but I think Kyrie's <laughs> keeping his options open. Not well, well. Here's the thing. He he's an East Coast kid. From what from what I'm, what I'm understanding, that's his hometown. So if KD say, my thing is this, KD gonna be like, bro, let's make this happen, bro. And then all they need is one more piece from there. If they can even get like a Kawhi. Over there, who knows? Sky's yeah. the limit. I, I think but. it comes down to money, Rasida, because he, uh, as Danny G pointed out, my goodness, there's just uh, how do they afford him? Yeah. How do they afford yeah. him? And by the way, the Dodgers just uh, Ooh, tied the game man. in the ninth. Trace Thompson, baby. Wow. Dodgers got him from the Tigers for cash considerations. He's been playing well the past week nice. for the Dodgers. Comes through in the clutch there. There two you two go. two two game now top of the ninth. I all of a sudden I saw Bobo jump up and start cheering. I'm like, what's going on? What what new Marvel and what new Marvel trailer came out? Either that or the Dodgers came back. <laughs> Steve DeSager <laughs> said to us, Freeman would have caught that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Freeman would have that. Man, he just missed oh, it. Oh. Right off the glove, yeah. That's the worst. By the way, just to follow up that thought about the Lakers, there is one way that they could move Russell Westbrook in that sick contract sickly contract, I should say, is by moving their 2027 first round pick to the Thunder. Then the Thunder would buy out Westbrook for three to ten million dollars. But Laker Brass is saying they do not want to trade that 2027 first round pick because they don't want to mortgage their future. Didn't you already do that, though? Because it's a 2027 Uh pick. F them picks. And, And you know what, Danny G? Every time people talk about this stuff, I'm I always wonder who eats the money, right? Like, like I'll give you an example. Jimmy Garoppolo. Not just because he's my boy and I'm a Niners guy. People keep talking about, like, well, if they uh, do a straight-up swap with him and Baker Mayfield or who. Like, is there a team out there that really wants to pick up 20 to $30 million for Jimmy Garoppolo? Is there a team that really wants Russ and ha- and it wants to pay 30 to $40 million? Like, I, I just feel like, where do hey, you dude, get the Dude, if ta- there was a team that wanted to give... You know, Deshaun Watson, $230 million, there's probably a team. I just, you know, it's, I don't know. You, you follow me, Danny G, though? It's like Well, it, that's it, the thing. Yeah. He'd have to find a new suitor because the OKC Thunder just want the first round pick. Yeah. That's no. what they want. And they'll, they'll, they'll take yeah. the money to get that pick. Oh. Yep. Well, there's the Jansen you guys know, right? But if they, if they agree <laughs> to a buyout, then it won't cost them that much. So they're in the business of gathering picks right now. We'll see what happens. It. It seems like the Lakers are just stuck in a hard way as far as the calculator goes. They should do a college course on understanding all the ins and outs of money in professional sports. There's got to be there should be an accounting class at some college where they explain every aspect of all this. Because Danny G, I think the average fan's clueless as to who picks up what, right? I mean, I think so at least. Um, Steve DeSager. What's up, buddy? What's well, up, Steve? Two runs for the Dodgers in the top of the ninth with two outs as Kenley Jansen against L.A. blows the save. It's 2-2. Runner at second now with two outs in the top of the ninth and back to the top of the order and Trey Turner. Just last night, Jansen got the save against the Dodgers through about 15 pitches. He's close to 30 pitches in the ninth of this game. Jansen had blown three saves last month, none this month until tonight. Last night was his 20th save of the season. The Dodgers tonight with runners in score position 0 for 7 until just tying the game diving catch in short center field to end the top of the ninth Atlanta 2 Dodgers 2 tie game going to the bottom of the ninth and Trace Thompson brother of Clay Thompson just acquired as mentioned gets the game tying two run single a looper over not Freddie Freeman but Matt Olson at first base meanwhile it was Tony Gonsolin 9 and 0 on the mound for the Dodgers tonight (laughs) And longest outing this year was six and a third. He went five and two thirds tonight, 94 pitches. Dodgers two, Braves two to the bottom of the ninth. As for the NHL game, it's still Colorado in the lead. They're eight minutes away from clinching the cup. 2-1 lead at Tampa Bay in game six of the Stanley Cup final. Avalanche already lead the series three games to two. NASCAR is finally resumed after about a two hour lightning and rain delay. Their second delay in Nashville today things resumed just about 15 minutes ago so they've still got a little ways to go to say the least on this race we still haven't even got to lap 200 there are 300 laps scheduled martin truex jr in the lead denny hamlin running second kyle bush in third xander shoffley won the travelers by two strokes rory mcelroy tied for 19th place as for the other baseball earlier today miami on a solo homer bottom of the ninth beat the mets three to two the game had been tied two two since the third inning the yankees 
Yankees one in ten over Houston six to three. And Kavino and Kavino left the game early. <laughs> <laughs> and I missed it. Yeah. And there was some idiot that left right before Judge hit the walk off. <laughs> Probably not just one. On a home run by Aaron Judge, he has twenty eight now this season. Ooh. Minnesota first in the AL Central by two games over Cleveland. Now Minnesota beat Colorado six three, while Cleveland lost at home to Boston and Rich Hill eight to three. The Boston Red Sox have won seven games in a row. At Milwaukee, 10-3 Brewers over Toronto. The loss to Jose Barrios, another awful start. His ERA is 5.86. The Brewers are first place in the NL Central. Now one game over the Cardinals, who lost at home in 10 innings against the rival Cubs, 6-5. And Cardinals starter Jack Flaherty left after two innings today with shoulder stiffness. He had missed the first two and a half months of the season with a shoulder injury. Philadelphia came back to win at San Diego, 8-5. The Angels beat Seattle 2-1, getting their two runs in the bottom of the seventh. And kudos to the Mets A-ball affiliate, the Brooklyn Cyclones, who today held an Eastern European theme day with all the proceeds going to assist humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. They had Ukrainian flag-themed jerseys to wear today, Ukrainian national anthem before the first pitch as well. Back to you. Look at that. Thanks, Steve DeSager. Hey, Steve brought up something that I thought was interesting. That, you know, the whole rain delay in NASCAR, lightning, and all that. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Did did Major League Baseball have put forth an effort to make decisions way ahead of time now compared to past seasons? Have you? Has anyone else noticed that where you used to find yourself like, oh, am I going to the game? Should I go? Or like last minute, like, oh, it's a delay. Oh, it's canceled. Where I feel like this year, especially, you're like, oh, wait, the game's canceled already. And it's like early in the morning and they've already made the decision. Have you noticed that? I haven't noticed that. You haven't no. noticed? No, no. No. You'll notice it now that I said it. But they, they're, I don't think they want people to have to go all the way out to the park, do all that if it's questionable. I think they're really trusting these these forecasts. They really are. Like, there's games that are canceled way ahead of time compared to past seasons. Because there's no more annoying feeling than being at a game and it gets called. It's the worst. Oh, it's the weakest feeling ever. And Steve also gave us the Stanley Cup Finals update. And you posed... That little fun fact earlier, Rich, about both teams don't end in an S. Yeah, no plural. Lightning yeah. and avalanche. And the, the fun fact, the cliche fun fact is there's only four teams in the NBA that don't end in an S. For the fun of oh. radio, do you know what they are? Jazz. Yes. Magic. Heat. Yes. Uh, heat. And yes. Jazz, magic, heat. Nets, Knicks, Cavs, Bulls, Sonics. Did I just say Sonics? Um, yes, I'm going back to the 90s. And they ended in an S, so no. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, so yeah, Jazz, Heat, Magic, and... I mean, we've all heard this doozy before. Yeah, I why know. am I blanking on the 14? What the hell's wrong with me? Do you want it? No, no. Give me three seconds. Okay, yeah. Don't use the Google machine. I'm Let's you, go I'm old-fashioned. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the old-fashioned. What? Let's use our brain, yeah. Oh, four NBA teams that do not end with the letter S. Heat, Jazz, Magic. I I don't want to. I don't want to look, and I don't want to waste anyone's time. Go ahead. I'm gonna punch myself in the nose. Thunder. Ah! (laughs) Ah! You know what's funny is we we've heard that a million times too, and it's always like ah. Google has disabled us all. By the way, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Sunday. Thank you guys for hanging out at Covino and Rich to hit us up, 877-99 on Fox. Ah. I'm Steve Covino out here uh, in, 
in New Jersey on the East Coast, Rich Davis right. in L.A. Uh, you go have a Taylor ham sandwich while I say what's up to Daniel oh, in wait. Texas. What's up, Daniel? Hey, uh, what about what, what about Catfish Hunter? And how come DeSager didn't mention the um, the score with Ole Miss and Oklahoma for the College World Series? You know what? Steve DeSager will be punished. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and again, Catfish Hunter, great personality, but we're having to go back 40 plus years to find players that were like, yeah, that guy was a real crazy guy. I'd say probably more than yeah. that now. 70s. Yeah, like almost 50 years. Um, Not that it doesn't count, oh, but it, it proves the point. It proves the point that we lack that in today's sport. Yeah, and, and I think the, the funny, charismatic baseball player, there's a wide opening. I said it before, there's a wide open spot for someone to be. The guy. So who's going to step up and be the guy? Who knows? Um, I wanted to end on this. So let me pose this, and then we'll come back and take some last-minute feedback. Nice. There's a difference between being cocky and confident. There's a difference between being arrogant and just sure of yourself, right? There's a thin line, right? And I always said it was humor, right? Like, oh, he's cocky. Nah, is he cocky or is he... If you could laugh at yourself, you're confident, right? We've always... We've always had a hard they time. I kind of say, if you could do it with a smile, you're leading with confidence, less cockiness. Yeah. Now, there's a rookie that's going to be on the Indiana Pacers. Benedict Matherin. And the dude hasn't played a minute in the NBA. In fact, let me look up when this guy was born. I feel like this guy was born when you and I were friends. <laughs> okay. Benedict Matherin. Let me, let me look up when this when this dude was born. Benedict Matherin was born in 2002. Oh boy. This guy this guy was born when Kelly Clarkson won American Idol. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was born when you uh Camino, when you were working as a grown man. I was friends with you at the time. Yeah. We yeah, I think we had just become friends and we're like, "Oh, little Benedict was born." Remember? Um Benedict Matherin is going to be a rookie in the NBA. And this is what he said. LeBron's going to have to show me he's better than me. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, like, what? I'm like, let me look at the quote. His first game is against the Lakers. And this is what he said. A lot of people say he's great in reference to LeBron. (laughs) I want to see how great he is because I don't think anyone's better than me. He's going to have to show me he's better than me. This kid who was in baby, it was in diapers when you and I uh, started doing radio together. Is that confidence or cockiness? Yeah. About a 20 year old kid saying LeBron's going to have to prove it. I, well, first I, of all, I, to state the obvious, LeBron doesn't have to prove anything to anybody at this point. But what I really think he means is like at this stage of the game. Right. I mean, he, he's saying, I think me and my prime is better than old LeBron. I think that's what he kind of means, or I, am I giving I, him the benefit of the doubt? There's a, there's a part of me that sort of admires his like over the top confidence, but at the I same mean, time, it made I'm headlines, like, right, right? Yeah, no, it did make headlines. But I'm thinking to myself, what 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 makes people likable when Kobe respected? I'll tell you what. When Kobe when people respected, back it up. Rich, when Kobe when people back it up. When Kobe respected Michael Jordan. When LeBron respected Kobe. When you respect the the, the legends that came before you, you. You, in turn, by the fans, are looked at as like he he knows what he's getting into. This guy being like, yo, LeBron's got to prove he's good to me. People are going to root against this guy. And we'll take any last-minute feedback next right here. Kavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Kavino and Rich. Fox Sports Sunday. You know what we got to do? Let's go to get a quick update from Steve DeSager. Some breaking news. Hey, Steve. Game six and the title to Colorado. The Stanley Cup final has ended with the Avs winning on the road at Tampa Bay. 2-1 the final, (laughs) taking the series four games to two. Avs had two goals in the second period, including this. Three on two for the Avalanche. Manson McKinnon back for Manson. Tapped over. Score! It's Artari Lekkinen! It's a work of art! (laughs) Altitude Radio (laughs) Network, and eventually a 2-1 final. So the only goal Tampa Bay had was in the opening minutes of the game. Shut out the rest of the way. Congrats to Colorado, a team that was 7-0 on the road this postseason until this series. There will be no Game 7. The Avs win the Stanley Cup. They were in the Cup final for the first time in over 20 years. Look at that. And now it's on to... Russell Wilson to see what he could do for the city of Denver. Um, that's probably their next best bet, right? When you think about that city, they, they have, it's such a Denver's such a fun place. So I'm happy for the Avalanche, happy for them. Um, nice. Kavino and Rich, I know we only have a, a few minutes left. Any final thoughts, Kavino? As about we as we get into Benedict uh, Matherin, yeah, it's Benedict Matherin. You know the guy who? Uh, no, I do. The, look, you got to look at it. It's sports, right? So yeah. you want your young players to come up with a sense of confidence but to immediately call out one of the greats saying LeBron James has to prove to me how good he is I think I'm better than him I like the I think I'm better than him part right because you're like wow this guy has like imagine this uh, the fight game you have to have that sort of belief in yourself if you even want to get to that level right but if that fighter wants that respect he has to prove it you have to walk that walk. You could talk a big game all you want, but if he doesn't step up, then he just doesn't ever earn the respect and looks like a fool. Yeah, you're supposed to think you're the best at what you do, especially at that elite level. But And yeah. again, he's, he's comparing his young self to an older player in the NBA who's still one of the legends. So, you know, I think he's setting himself up for failure in this particular no, case. I was but. just about to say that. I said, now all eyes are on this kid. For sure. Because if he starts stinking, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, you're a real good kid. That, and the that's, only way, yeah, the only yeah. way out of this, and like I said, when people trash talking fights, is to walk the walk. Then all you could say is, wow, 
You know, like he was right. Kid's pretty good. I don't good. see that happening. Yeah, and I don't see that happening. Oh, by the way, we're, we're getting out of here in a minute. Your quick thoughts. It's finalized. Your big fight guy, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. August 6th. You excited about this? Down. And it's going down in, uh, in New York where you're at right now, Madison Square Garden. Jake Paul says he's going to knock uh, Tommy Fury's head off. And, you know, he's finally fighting a boxer. So what could the critics possibly say now? Oh. You know, it's going to be fun. It's, look, for the spectacle of it all, it's going to be fun. It's going to be something we all watch and talk about. Am I, lame for, am I lame for being excited about this one? For all the fights you talk about, I'm like, I'm like, ooh, Jake Paul versus Tyson Fury's little brother. I'm, hey, as a fight right. fan, I love a legitimate fight, but I'm excited about this one too, man. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in a promised land. Goodbye. Yeah, bye, guys. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.